0: listening to the chomp cast the 71st official chomp cast from sword chomp Thanks for checking out our show. We really appreciate you wasting a few hours with us. And remember, if you want to support us here at Sword Chomp, um, please leave a kind rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Share the show with your friends, whatever you can do to get the Sword Chomp name out there. Uh, Remember, you can find us on almost any podcast app on Android, iTunes, of course, swordchomp.com, YouTube, and our home bases are at Swordchomp on Instagram and Twitter. We have a holiday spectacular of a show today as we light up the sky with a hail of gunfire as we mow down Nazis and Wolfenstein too. Take in a final shallow gasp, a breath of the wild. Before the before game of the year, and uh, we tear through an onslaught of listener questions and emails with the same fervor as our favorite meathead BJ Blaskowitz would tear through an army of Nazis. Um, I'm also playing Santa this year uh, with some gifts from my close friends and fellow crew members. Uh, so we have some surprises in store for not just you, our listener, but my friends. In this case, it's it's going to be an awesome fucking show. Oh, and don't forget the bio break section of the show, the science portion in which we are discussing. Kind of a fun article this week. It's the end of the year. Something silly. Um, but true. Uh, an article about fish orgies that are damaging dolphins. Yes, you heard that right. It's it's going to be a merry, merry, merry cast indeed. <sighs> now,
1: I told you you couldn't bring the dolphins anymore, fish. Hell, but what's? <laughs>
2: they're, they're so lovable,
1: though.
0: They're the most lovable. let get
1: a goddamn tank. Get a tank. I mean, the waterbed is not cutting it.
0: Mmm, the waterbed. You know, Josh, I thought you were going to say that joke for that section of the show, of the show but you just couldn't wait. You just couldn't wait. No,
1: no, I, Fish needs to know now. Because there's probably a dolphin sitting in that waterbed while we're waiting and recording this show. Uh, I'll, I'll get and something it. needs to be done about it I'll get right now.
2: Okay, I'll get it fixed, mm-hmm. Josh. This is clearly <laughs> making you upset. Mm-hmm. No.
3: It's making me upset, too. <laughs>
0: uh, you know, it's funny because Fish is actually going to do the intro today. That's my first presence as the Santa of the Chompcast. I, I have something for all of you guys today. <gasps> uh, and the f- Wow. That's right, Fish. Santa is real again. <laughs> Thanks, real Santa. About. Remember when your parents crushed your dreams and told you Santa wasn't real? Now it's back. We're flipping it around. Snip, snap. <laughs> Santa's real again. Okay. <laughs>
3: snip, yes. snap.
0: Uh, well, I was snip, thinking of that snap. scene in the office where they—he yeah. talks about getting his reverse um, vasectomies—and <laughs> then he snip, snap, snip, snap—and then he a kids again, and then mm, he didn't want kids. Okay. Snips. You don't remember that? Okay, that a
4: <laughs> mm, that a really okay that I remember channel. now. <laughs>
0: Um, So we're doing the reverse vasectomies of podcasting here, um, metaphorically. So follow that one. Yeah, so I told Fish you could do the intros for today's show as my gift to him because we make fun of him all year, me in particular. But, you know, Shay and Josh are guilty by association. That's just what happens, you know. Mm -hmm. And when I was a kid, my friend stole from the store and I got arrested as well just because I was with him. I didn't even know he was going to do it. So You guys are guilty by association, which means Fish is taking you all down with us. Um, So I'll pass it off to you, Fish. You can do the intros for the show today, and uh, take it away, my friend. All right. Thank you. Thank you for
2: this wonderful present. All right. (laughs) Okay. Our first co-host attempted to clone himself for science, conducting rigorous tests and calculations. He Mm -hmm. gathered the courage to attempt this feat but ended up with a hundred copies of himself instead of just one. He now podcasts with all of his newfound buddies, each having a turn to state a sentence before moving on to the next clone, as they all crowd around one microphone. The illustrious Shay Layton. What the fuck was that? Hello, 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 hello,
1: hello, 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 hello. It wasn't just for science, it was also for the ladies that's true <laughs> That's the 100 of my penises
3: equals one normal penis mm-hmm.
0: oh no, great mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get through a whole show without dick jokes because I wasn't doing the intros but sorry let show. me let me redo that I, I, I didn't mention any dicks come on
2: <laughs>
0: I'll come cut on. that out <laughs> no no you always say that and we never let you cut it out <sighs> she just wants to cut everything snip snap snip snap um Wait, that's a weird right. joke, Fish. So, what yeah, did you,
2: you think like of that? Shay wanting to clone himself? Oh, to I like 100 that a lot. Shays
0: To I, podcast with? I, I don't know. It just Ooh, it came to weird. my
2: head, and I thought it was funny, so you, I wanted to just share <laughs> that with you guys.
3: I like uh, that. that was good.
2: Yeah. yeah, you liked it. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, it's my Shay, first time like I ever got an original intro. Hmm. Oh, as he trim. Yeah, I see how it is. Yeah, I noticed that Morgan has been neglecting you. I just haven't said anything.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, At least somebody's not noticed. I'm not all the Shays. Just this particular Shay who's talking right now. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other 99. <laughs> oh, wait. It's 100. Oh. I'm 101. I'm I'm yeah. I'm 101 shame she- How do you say that? Shaymations? Dalmatians? Because I'm the first, <laughs> uh-huh. and there's That's- 100 clones.
1: <laughs> That's... Shay a 101 why <laughs> wouldn't she- why would why wouldn't you go with the obvious 101 Shay Laytons?
0: yeah oh okay <laughs> That's a weird joke, Josh. What if? Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking of, like the opposite. Like that's just like the the Tinder scroll from hell. Every time you swipe right, there's another Shay, 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 Shay. Just, you
3: can't. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they're just gonna swipe
2: left and be like,
1: <laughs> No, no more. Oh, that's slightly different poses. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah,
3: that's that's dating in the future is like there are apps, but we access them with our virtual reality mm-hmm. glasses. And it's not like a full headset, but they're just like tiny mm-hmm. spectacles. Okay. And at this point, we've gotten really into stem cell research, and we've learned how to clone ourselves effectively. And you just swipe through, and you decide which clone of the person you want. So you find the one person that you love, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh, ah, this clone's crazy. So you go to another clone, because they're slightly different in personality. Yeah, yeah. That's That's yeah. our future, guys.
0: It's interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. That's, that's a that's a nice nice little intro there. And uh, strange, okay. but that's the beauty of this. I, I knew it was going to be either amazing or a beautiful train wreck. There is no law. Lo- there is no losing for our listeners. <laughs> only winning. Okay. All right.
2: Uh, our second co-host is a man of the finer things in life. Mm-hmm. But not only does he partake in cigars and rare spirits, he has a unique ability to juggle the ever dangerous act of passing gas without sharding himself and not breaking his stream of urine that magical bastard is none other than Joshua Fowler Jesus
1: Christ I'm doing that, it right now
0: <laughs> That was These are getting weirder and weirder I don't even want to know where this is going to go <laughs> What's wrong with this. that one So so let me get this right Josh is such a uh, a master mm-hmm. that he can Pass gas without breaking a stream of urine. Mm-hmm. Fine, yeah,
1: gentlemen. I have some mastery of that prostate.
0: Have you tried that, Morgan? Like, so you know, he's like a ninja we... of body excretion.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't
2: say necessarily a ninja. A ninja, yeah. more of like I, a, a magician, yeah. maybe.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I have the one prostate to rule them all. <laughs> okay,
2: the one to bind That's them. What, the,
0: uh, I was gonna in say, the darkness. I was gonna say that's what she said, but that seems like a really strange context. He's got the one prostate, girls. <laughs> You'd never know. Um, or gal, or guys. You know, we're uh, we're equal opportunity here. love everyone.
3: Well, are, um, are we though? I, because we're all guys. We're all guys. Well, There's nothing w- equal opportunity about that.
0: I, I wish we – I wish sometimes we had a female perspective on the podcast, but um, this is the way it is. So True. I try to pretend. Get a sex change. I, yeah. I'm trying to embrace my femininity too. Uh, okay. Uh, well, that is what Whether it is. your femininity
1: wants it or not. <laughs> Just the to...
0: – Okay, now. It's it's consent. Embrace it. Fem- God damn it. <laughs> it's consensual embracing. All right. Um, all right, Fish. What do you got for me? You ready yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Please be the lamest
3: one ever.
2: <laughs> Last but not and least. And here's Morgan Barnes. is a well rounded man. His passions lie in all. Si- ah. all- <laughs> Damn it, Josh.
4: <laughs> Keep right. it down while I'm
2: introducing more kids. Keep it here. down. <laughs> okay. Start again. His Start again. Start again. Li- all right. Here we go. Last Mm -hmm. but not least, is a well rounded man. Mm -hmm. His pat Ha (laughs) Don't let him fuck you up. Push through him, (laughs) fish, push through (laughs) him. Sorry. That was me pushing through it. His passions lie in all sorts of forms of entertainment and arts. His last endeavor to infiltrate the Pizza Bro's headquarters and climb the ranks and not stop till he has crowned till he is crowned King Pizza Bro. (laughs) That man Is none other than Morgan That's not my fleshy mole That's my penis
0: Barnes
3: That's not my
2: fleshy (laughs) mole. There's
0: the dick joke Not my fleshy mole. Mole?
2: Fleshy mole
0: Oh gross God I didn't think I could get Any more disgusting Than my intros (laughs) Fleshy mole Huh Alright
1: Yeah it's like a beauty mark, but you know the
0: opposite—a mm. flesh. So yeah, an ugly mark.
3: Yeah, it's a pock mark. Hey, you on every woman who's ever been with him.
0: Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. All right.
1: Um, you don't want that in your eye.
0: <laughs> I, I will be the supreme pizza bro. Half, the, half of our listeners are not going to get the pizza bro joke. They're going to be like, "What? I don't get it." But our longtime listeners that understand the pizza jokes, they'll they'll appreciate it. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just gotta go back a few episodes and they'll find it.
0: Well, how did it feel? How did it feel doing intros, Fish?
2: Uh, it was good. I got to use uh, some of my imagination mm-hmm. and creativity. Mm-hmm. It felt good. So, so felt when
1: good. we, yeah, it was nice. It's good. I mean, you forced us to use our imaginations with Morgan's fleshy mole mm-hmm. but
0: yeah was i was nice. gonna say we we asked fish to do some creative thinking for the show we get shays, a hundred shays of fleshy mole and josh not breaking a stream of piss while passing gas so that's what's going through fish's head on a regular basis and now we just know yeah yeah a little taste uh, of my world <laughs> all right <laughs> well that's it an the interesting world I hope that was as torturous for you as it was for us. Um, glad, to, glad to have you doing the intros, Fish. Merry Christmas. Thank you. C- can I introduce myself? Uh, I don't... I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Wow, this... Okay, now he's gone too far. What is... What is this?
2: <laughs> all right. And, of course, the sexiest man in all of podcasting <sighs> and holder of the title, Mr. Universe... As well as winning the Nobel Prize two dozen times and chosen to wield the Triforce and Master Sword to save all of Hyrule. Yours truly, Anthony Fisher,
0: aka okay. Fish.
2: Boo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. See, if. I never. <laughs> you know, it's odd. I just heard about a fleshy mole, but somehow. Watching someone masturbate is a little bit too far. Too much. Yeah. You,
0: you yeah. never go full masturbate, Fish. That's the rule. Never full masturbate. Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: Damn it. I can't just suck my own dick on this podcast? Whoa, whoa.
0: That's a whole nother level. Josh said masturbate. Nothing <laughs> about sucking your own dick. Come on. That's a form of masturbation. That, no, no. That's self-fellatio. That is that is the next tier. Okay. Uh-huh. I've achieved it. You consider sucking your own dick a form of masturbation, huh? Wow. Well, I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um,
1: Now you're thinking with portals.
0: (laughs) Now now we're using our imagination. Um, All right. Now, before we get too off the rails here, um, my gift to Josh was just that every week he's always complaining that my sound is shitty. So hopefully this week my sound will be slightly better because I built this – I put it on Instagram today. I built a wooden box, measured it out and everything, cut it out, and uh, went to the store and actually bought a foam mattress – sliced it up, glued it to the inside of the box, and my microphone is in this soundproof box. Now, I don't know if it's going to be perfect. We'll see how it goes, but hopefully, I'm sounding better than normal, or at least less reverby. And and uh, I'm praying that Josh will yell at me less. So, Merry Christmas, Josh! Hooray! You know, even if it doesn't work, I tried. I tried my hardest to make you happy, mm-hmm. and now I have to peer to the left of this box to see you guys, to see Fish's face. Um, we podcast, so, um, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling loopy. Everything is show's already got off to a weird note and, uh, I couldn't be happier. So it's going to be, a, I think a, a special sort of Christmas spectacular and Shay, your gift is coming at the end of the show. I don't want to ruin it yet. It's a surprise. So hope oh no God. one's ruined. hope no one's ruined it for you. Um, Alright, so let's get right to it Every week we normally do a topic of the show But this week we have a ton of listener questions and emails We want to talk about at the end of the show So that's why we're cutting out the topic of the week this week Because it would just be too long We've already bullshit, we haven't even started the show But I told myself no matter how off the rails this got I was going to let us just have fun Because this is our last regular Chompcast of the year And we fucking earned it Um So the first thing we're going to talk about is going to be Wolfenstein 2, which I think is an appropriate way to end the year because it's a a game that was getting, it won Best Action Game at the Game Awards. It's a game that everyone's talking about. It's got some controversial scenes in it, and I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but you know josh hadn't played it fish hadn't played it Shane hadn't played it so i, was, I wasn't really talking to myself i mean it was a fine conversation but you know like anything where only one person plays it um it does feel a little bit empty mm-hmm. <laughs> so i'm glad we can have a full discussion maybe with minor spoilers so if you're really afraid of any wolfenstein spoilers you might not want to listen to this podcast right now um, if you're okay with some minor wolfenstein spoilers and i don't think it's going to ruin the experience for you Then uh, hang around. It's going to be a good time. So let's get to it. Boom. I beat Wolfenstein 2 a couple, uh, I think about a month ago. And um, Shay and Fish picked it up this week. And this is the coolest thing I wanted. This is my opening point with Wolfenstein 2. And I'll throw it to Fish. I am excited for the show because I think Wolfenstein is one of those games that's almost more fun to talk about than to play. Because I told you guys, I did, the gameplay I actually hated, but the story was pretty interesting, and there's a bunch of crazy shit that happens. It's wild. Fish kept sending me all these messages this week. It's wild, man. This game is wild. And, uh, but we couldn't talk, I couldn't talk about it with you guys because nobody had played it. And now we can finally talk about it. It's a game built for discussion. So Fish, Wolfenstein 2. You popped it in. You beat it in two days. Um, I don't have the air mm-hmm. horn sound. I'm sorry. Let's... There we go. You get everybody clap for fish. He beat another game. Yeah, Thank she you guys. beat it. He beat it before Shay. So sweet. So Shay gets a lump of coal in his stocking, and that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. He did <laughs> that's good. Fine. No, we're proud of you, fish. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't that hard to actually go through this game because, yeah, the well yeah the story is definitely the driving force of this game as far as wanting to see what happens next and progressing through the game um and i don't know it's not necessarily the story because it's really kind of a generic type of you know resistance type of thing fighting uh, oppressive government mm-hmm. um but what happens between the characters is where all the magic happens and the crazier shit happens. And this game really goes off the rails with that crazy shit. It's all, it's almost like a Kojima type of mindset where you just, you can't fathom what's
0: going to happen next because it's just fucking wild shit. Um, yeah, it is Kojima esque. like maybe not quite to Kojima's level, um, but like, yeah. s- like if someone's training to be a Kojima, like a Kojima Padawan. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not quite like Kojima. I would say maybe yeah. like a
1: just time missed in this game. <laughs> no, I don't know about that, Josh. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah.
0: And Josh is no, taking. I um, assume he's taking a stab at Kojima somehow. Josh just Josh just takes all these stabs at Kojima nowadays, and I don't like it. I don't like this Kojima stabbing Josh. God damn it. You're stabbing him, and you're leading him to die. What happened to the Josh that loved Kojima?
1: Josh, he turned 14.
0: Oh, you turned 14. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Oh, you're saying you grew out of mm-hmm. it? Is that what you're trying to say?
1: No, it's no, it's it's fine. It's just, I mean, really, I still enjoy his older games, but he just went completely off the rails, and there was absolutely no way I could get into four, and if five didn't have such good gameplay, I couldn't have gotten into that either. Because that story is even more ridiculous than four.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so the craziness lost you. It's just, it's too much.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be like a critique of that genre, and it kind of lost that. It just, it went so crazy that it wasn't really critiquing anymore. It was just ridiculous. So.
0: Uh, yeah, Shay, so I mean, how, how do you stay on this? Shay, you were pretty interested about this one. I know it was a game you picked up on the holiday sale, um, but you, hmm. you have not been particularly prone to shooters lately. No, and
3: I actually really I really enjoyed um the gameplay in this one because it didn't feel quite as like the, the current state of first person shooters. It actually felt a little bit more old school, which is what you alluded uh-huh. to. And I think that partially played on this nostalgia factor because it reminded me of a little bit of GoldenEye and a, a little bit of Call of Duty Four or Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one, uh, mixed in with some random elements from other games. But it just—it was kind of refreshing to see that it wasn't the same template, different studio. It, it was—it was different. Um, the they—they they had little minor differences as well, like with the axe, axe throwing as a way of stealth. I really enjoyed
0: that. Yeah, axe throwing is a way of stealth. Yeah, that 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 (laughs) says a lot about Wolfenstein. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I must have murdered – I snuck up on like 10 billion people from behind in this game and just murdered them. On on easy, it's particularly um, easy to do that. So, wow. Okay, I got to – I love to set off incendiary statements. So I'm going to say something, Shane. You got to give me a yes or no answer, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Did you – would you say you enjoy the shooting in Wolfenstein 2 more than the shooting in Destiny 2? Yes. All right. I quit. I'm done. Wow. (laughs) You know what? That's really fascinating. That is really fascinating to me. Um, So you like sort of the throwback nature of it, having to pick up like health packs and and ammo and – Yeah, I guess they're very primitive
3: because with Destiny 2, um, and this is just personal taste, this doesn't mean that anything other than that, but I feel like with Destiny Mm -hmm. 2, I just run around and just Rambo everybody in campaign. I never played the online, so Mm -hmm. take that with a grain of salt, but you just Rambo everybody. Whereas Wolfenstein 2, granted, I don't know about you, Morgan, I don't know if you played on the easiest. Um difficulty, but the higher the difficulty, the more strategy is required yep. um in order in order to get through certain levels like you actually have to plan out your routes you, um or your route, however you want to say that word um you have to <laughs> uh <Rotate>. r- <laughs> r- ruta, ruta. you have to decide which weapons are important here you can dual wield in this game so if you're in a particularly close quarters area mm-hmm, with a bunch yeah. of enemies, you want to dual wield your shotguns, so on and so forth. There's a lot more strategy, I think, in this game than Destiny 2, which is to its favor.
0: Wow! And you actually—it's you know, funny when you dual wield in this game too, especially if they're large guns. It's like half the screen is basically Yeah, just yeah exactly. Just like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I'm just going to shoot everywhere with my Spray two guns. Spray and pray, baby. Um, a fish, I will. Um, I will allow you in the words of Sam in the words of Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson from Pulp Fiction. I will allow you to retort. Um, I don't know. That was like yeah. a weird.
1: That was a perfect. Sample. I was gonna say that's more like Bane. <laughs> like it was like he was here in. In no. in the room, <laughs> was like a, Christopher Walken or something. I do declare,
0: oh this, okay, Fish, go ahead. Um, do I mean you don't have to just retort to that? I thought that'd be a fun conversation, or whatever you'd like to say in regards to that.
2: No, I I didn't like the fact that the entire game you're pretty much just fighting Nazis um, for the most part, um, which makes sense, though. So, I mean you're fighting an army of Nazis, and but you do fight like drones, which are kind of annoying to shoot at. Um, robot Nazis, flying all <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. robot dogs that shoot flames. Um, uh, they got big old mechs. They got robots as well. Um, there's a little bit of variety to it, but for the most part, they act pretty much the same. And killing them, it doesn't take as much strategy. Granted, though, I did play on the easiest difficulty which is can i play daddy mm-hmm. which
0: mm, you can play daddy.
2: I'm, I'm fine with yeah i'm fine with that because i don't feel like the the gameplay was that yeah. inspired it's not bad anymore. it's it's just not great to me i guess um like on a scale of one to ten one being um i rather invert the controls on my sticks and ten being destiny 2 I would give it a seven, probably. Oh, wow, that's higher
0: than would have thought. Okay. Huh.
2: Yeah, it, it's not bad. And it's, I would say it's above average. Just and uninspired. For the most part,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's interesting it's, how nostalgia yeah. hits Shay in different ways than Fish. Like, Shay always seems to have more of a fondness for games that are more like playing homage to tradition. Um, and Fish tends to want to buck away from tradition. Um and it's just interesting, just knowing you guys as long as I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I was
2: more into the story than anything in that game, but it, it's, the gameplay was very serviceable.
0: Serviceable, okay, okay, that's fair. Um, and the story is crazy, as Fish is alluding to. I mean, that. So the story is fucking weird. All right. So Shay, you you just finished the Hitler scene, so I know that's as far as we can really yeah. talk about. Um, which is quite a scene in and of itself um that's great it's hilarious i was i was surprised they were even willing to make even like some things like the rape joke i was even surprised they were willing to to go there where he he makes that rape joke and uh they're literally it's not a joke about rape but it's a joke in the context of rape and that's the kind of he's basically reading lines off of a a movie script um and it's like it's just emblematic of like where this game is kind of willing to take it, um, to some dark fucking places. Uh, what was that? Sh- what was the scene that had you freaking out on the? I couldn't see it, Shay, on the webcam. We were showing us before the podcast. What was the scene that had you laughing or f- grossed out?
3: Oh, I was laughing because um, Hitler's walking around and he he asks a guy to. Um, I can do spoilers. Yeah, we've already announced it.
1: Correct. Okay. Cool.
0: Yes. Yes. Minor spoiler. Like I said, if you don't want this, this might not be the show for you. So, okay. This week. Okay. Come back so
1: week. <laughs> going forward.
3: Okay. So the part where like the four actors and uh, the main character Blas Blaskowitz, Blaskowitz, whatever his yeah bad name is. It's yeah, such it is. a bad name, but anyways. Close enough. <clears throat> um, B J.
0: Let's just call him BJ. 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 Billie. Billie Jean. Billy Jean. William Joseph Blasco. Yeah, so
3: William is William sitting there, and day then day. Hitler goes to the guy, um, and he's like, are you a Jew? And he's like, no, I'm from Arizona. And then he gets shot on the spot, and then Hitler uh, pulls out this little pot and starts pissing in it, and then is talking and stops. It was very crude humor, and it just made me laugh. And then he's, like, pissing on the floor, and then he throws up, and then he is like cradling the woman who's doing the auditions and then he gets mad at her and then he gets in the fetal position holding his gun. And then the guy, um, one of the actors comes out um, of a scene cause he broke his nose and then Hitler just shoots him in the back for no, for no reason. And it was just like the absurdity yeah. of what was going on. And I think it was kind of like a play, play on <laughs> Hitler having dementia because it's been rumored or not necessarily rumored there have been some evidence to show that hitler was starting to go insane um towards the end of his life
0: fascinating huh. yeah i mean it's it's always easy to i don't want to say easy but i mean no one's going to use a complaint about portraying hitler obviously a very disgusting human being in a disgusting way because everyone wants to kind of laugh at hitler being the the fecal old um, Did you say fecal? Said, uh, you said fecal,
3: means, didn't yeah. you?
0: Fickle. <laughs> Fee- feeble. Well, work. feeble. <laughs> that works. Feeble. Well, oh yeah, fuck. You're right. I you know. I think I said fickle, but I didn't mean. I didn't mean fickle. Feeble. Yes, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're dead. You're very right. I meant the fecal and I said fickle and then you thought he said yeah. Okay, that trickled out of control. Um all of that, the above. That fecal trickled you, trickled you really don't want trickle fecal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah. A fecal trickle. <laughs> oh, that's your show title, Josh. He's like, No, that's not happening. Um but, yeah, so, I mean, I guess, like, I was reading it. I th- want to say it was Patrick Klepik from Waypoint that I was talking about. And he was like, this is the scene that I saw this year that I can't stop thinking about. And I hear a lot of that stuff. Like, I was listening to Giant Bomb, and they were talking about the scene earlier in the game where BJ confronts his father in a very graphic um murder scene and they were talking about how they I don't I think it was that scene in particular but basically there were some scenes where the crew from Giant Bomb were saying they had to step away from the game for a while and take a break and just like I was like what? I didn't feel that at all when I played it like nothing in this game like I I'm not saying it wasn't wild and interesting but like nothing unsettled me or made me like drop the controller and say wow like I don't think any of the moments in this game would be in my best moments of the year but so I, I'm surprised. Did you guys feel any sort of like really great shock or ins- like? Uh, am I alone here?
3: No, you're not. Um, no, I thought that there was s- some yeah. parts that were certainly that were certainly like pushing boundaries for nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like especially with uh, how politically correct everything is in America, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just stating. My observations, um, but maybe ten years ago, maybe even five years ago, this wouldn't have been a big deal.
4: Hmm.
3: Like you, you, you look at games from five years ago or movies from five years ago, ten years ago. This was kind of normal. Um, th- there were references to what what they what they talk about in this game, like the the terminology that's used and what's actually happening in the scenes and that's not to say it's acceptable or it should be acceptable or anything of that nature it's just no i don't i don't feel like anything in this game was particularly disgusting or gruesome except um when you go to get on the little submarine and the um the guy with the the crazy hair the uh african american gentleman is having sex with the uh, German daughter. <laughs> that, part, that was part-
0: that part did, particularly
3: that <laughs> You're right, that was,
2: mortifying. That was the
0: shocking scene of the, of the game, right there.
2: Uh. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, I was, I was shocked, followed by aroused. There's, a, there's a. <laughs> <scenic>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was because of the moaning, wasn't it, Fish?
0: Ooh, no, no. Uh, I don't know. She that's should... right up Fish's alley, man. Uh, he like, he likes it. Yeah. It's uh-huh. all about submarine. He's like some thick. That's his body type.
3: <laughs> Whenever he hears the and Beatles soft. sing "Yellow Submarine," he gets a little chubby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no,
0: um, no. That's uh,
1: we all live in that "Yellow Submarine." We do. We do,
0: we we all live in Fish's yellow submarine. That's a metaphor for our entire show. No, it's uh, it's funny you mentioned that, Shay, because that show, that scene actually probably was. No, there's the the scenes that stick with me the most were like the ones that were just weird. Like Josh, there's a scene where. This is very Kojima-esque. The main—this is going to be a big spoiler, so heads up. The main character, in a scene where you think he's going to get killed, gets his head.
4: Oh yeah, he
0: gets his head chopped off. Okay, now his severed head falls down. This—I believe it's like a waterfall. It's like a big, epic public execution. The whole world has to see this traitor, Bj Blazkowicz, get murdered. As a, it's a, it's a. Uh, What's it called? A statement. You know what I mean? To everyone involved about rebelling. So they do this public execution and they chop his head off and his head falling down this waterfall down into oblivion and the camera's following it. And you're like, wow, that was kind of surprising. They killed the main character. Now what? Then you see a little like, I believe it's a drone come out, catch the head. Fly off, deliver the head to the rest of the crew, and they're like, "Quick, we have seven seconds to reattach the head to the body, or something like that." And basically, he's like living as a head floating in a jar. I think for a little while. I'm trying to remember. It's been a little while since I saw that scene. And yeah, so,
3: what what happens is they basically they they inject like two little tubes into uh where the neck would connect to inject the uh, brain with oxygen, and they yeah. think it dies. But the head is alive. Then they put it in like a, I won't say like a cryogenic, but some type of stasis jar, and then he's alive still with just the head.
0: That's Kojima esque. Yeah. And, that,
2: <laughs> and then you take on, you know, his perspective of
0: being in the <laughs> yeah, jar, first and person you get to head see floated. everybody around you. That's so great. And the mon- the know. little cat monkey, is like. You know, climbing up by the jar and looking at Yeah, there's a monkey the cat Josh, I can't spit that out properly. I'm so excited to tell you this, Josh. There is a cat with a
1: does he drink coca coke... does he drink Coke and belch all no, the time? No,
0: no. no this is it... this is a better Yes. I can't mm. is it a cat with a monkey's head or a monkey with a cat mm. head? I can't remember.
2: Uh well it has a cat head, so yeah, it's uh Okay. It's a cat, cat monkey, monkey, I would yeah. say.
0: It's a, one of the weird experiments from – there's this character in the game. He's like the scientist. And and that's actually their smart way of leading into how ridiculous this is. They show you that at the beginning of the game how this guy is doing some weird science shit, right? That's that's my big intelligent explanation. He's doing science shit. Um, they want to kind of lead you in with that by showing you this weird amalgamation of Monkey Cat so that later when they put his head back together on – I forget. Do they put his head directly back onto him or does it go on to like a – temporary like body.
3: No, so what happens what happens is they use this as a way to introduce um an upgrade. <gasps> That's you have right. a choice yeah. between one of three upgrades. And then after that, um somehow Carolyn, your you know, your your mentor secured a super state of the art wonderful Nazi body that was being experimented yeah, on of course and it's just top of the line body mm-hmm. and then so you attach the head with a collar to the body
0: bj has a new dick top of the line dick for bj um hey there's more dick you know, jokes okay, i'm sorry i couldn't help. i just always wonder that when someone gets a new body and they're like do they are they like how do they feel about their new you know because we all have a very strong relationship with our private regions i always wonder we,
3: we all know that happens all the time Head transplants well, I mean, are just
0: I,
1: <laughs> happening constantly.
0: I mean, in, when I see it in TV yeah. shows,
1: it's something you have to think through in case it yeah, happens to yeah. you. You don't want to be caught unprepared un, you you know, for way, it. I
0: want my transplant it's body true. to have a nice If stuff. it's a
3: choice between life or death, make sure you think about your penis size <laughs> in your next body. That is the I deciding want, factor.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I want fish's body. Give me fish's body. That's what I want. Mm.
1: Do not <laughs> resuscitate unless 7.5 inches. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: (laughs) oh that's a good one josh
3: that's going on a (laughs) t-shirt
0: but yeah i'm sorry um no but that's that's the absurdity you're dealing with me kojima famous for putting you know uh liquid's hand on revolver ocelot and then sort of talking through his body like there's a level of crazy here that you're working with that is definitely along those lines um one fun thing I wanted to talk to you guys about, because I already talked about this game a lot, so I was trying to think of some new angle to approach it from, and the one thing that is just weird to me, and I know this might be a little bit of a controversial opinion, but the character.
1: I'm BJ Blazkowicz. I'm held together by my, my
0: hate, hate for Nazis. Miss your mom. Dad was always a dick to me. I remember those dark nights. Never let me leave. He's,
3: he's kind he's kind of a rip off of the punisher in a way um that, okay, yeah a, a little bit of a rip off of the punisher in that regard i granted punisher is with his wife and child yeah, yeah. and this guy is healed by something else but it's like that same mentality of i was former marine and um i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. go in and murder everyone.
0: Well, here's the big picture. That's a good point, Shay. Here's the big picture issue that I had with it. Remember when we played Doom last year? Like, they kind of had fun with the idea of this archetype character, right? The Doom Marine that we played as a kid was a nothing character. So, they he doesn't really talk in the game. He's a joke. Everyone treats him like some sort of mythological hero. They had fun with this sort of silly idea, right? But the problem they have with this game is they actually are trying to make BJ a well-rounded... And they're trying to give him a lot of depth and all this other shit. But every time I look at him, I see the most ridiculous character who is clearly inspired by, you know, the Wolfenstein games of old. He's this giant meat. Wo- uh, that sounds like a very derogatory term to call him a meathead. But he just looks like the most archetypal, stupid-looking video game character. And it just – I had, I cannot take him seriously. I just couldn't do it. I don't know if – like, I feel bad. Like, I just couldn't take him seriously. I just <sighs> –
3: there, there there are times when I could like at the I think it's about halfway through the game where you go to the house that he grew up in. Mm-hmm. And before you <clears throat> excuse me, before you speak with the father, you're kind of getting this this uh, memory. Um, he's reminiscing on this childhood friend that he had that um, was an African-American girl. Yeah, yeah. And he basically said that he can't play with them with her because his dad says all these, like he goes through this massive list. And if anything is at all close to being like not PC in this game, I think it was that scene actually, because he's like, and this is, this is paraphrase. He's like saying that, and I'm not going to say the actual words that like African American people are like dirty and they're lazy. And he's just going through all this list. And I was like, Jesus Christ, if if there's going to be any point in this game that's going to push the boundary, it's that. And then she's like, yeah, my parents say that white people are the devil, and this and that and that. And like, it, re- but at the same time it's like this realism of, during that time, what uh, different races in America felt. And then they realize, oh, well, we don't care about any of that. We're just children. Let's play. And then they end up yeah. playing um, together. And I, that... That was actually, I think, poignant for me to see kind of like, wow, this is like, this is the casual language that was used back in the day.
4: Yeah. And
3: yeah. even though, like, a- at times I personally am annoyed with how politically correct the world or America has gotten recently, I could be living in that world where people are just saying the N-bomb and these other heinous racist Rude things all the time like yeah. w- which world would I rather live in and I would rather much rather live in the world that I live in now than go back and live in that world where there's just constant hate so that I think that scene was particularly moving and I don't think he was a main focal point of that but um, his development in that character at that moment allowed for that scene to be so important so yeah. I think that that's important but the rest of it I would agree with you almost.
0: Yeah, that's a me thing. That's a that's just yeah, very much how I felt about it. It's not necessarily how they portrayed. it. they gave they tried their best, and like, and I think that's a well uh, well stated point there, Shay. Um, Fish, did you have anything like like what would you say your favorite? Like, what's the number one thing you're going to take away from Wolfenstein Two? Uh, when all is said and done, um,
2: I would say I had a lot of fun playing it 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 was very entertaining mm. um i honestly didn't want to put down the controller really okay, as no. i played it yeah it, it's it's like it's like watching a really i don't know uh i would say it's like kind of watching star wars i guess i, I hate to compare it to star wars I don't but like like this my personal feelings towards star wars is i i like star wars but I wouldn't say I'm like a Star Wars fanatic or someone who's deep into mm. Star Wars um, to where I would get yeah. mad about...
1: You wouldn't call yourself a Trekkie or anything. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I yeah, but I, I do enjoy them.
2: Um <laughs> Star oh, okay, Trek? Good. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're called Trekkies. Yeah, I know. It's Star okay. Take me for enough.
0: <laughs> no, d- no, no, I... No. I d- I don't know. I just never know. Um... Sorry, I fucked up, fish on that. Um, no, okay. So you're saying you like you're not you're more of a casual fan. You enjoy the ride, but it's not like yeah, yeah, okay.
2: yeah. Everything just seemed fine. Um, I just really like the story and the characters. Um, they they put a lot of work into the characters, even in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. I would say, and even when you get out of the cutscenes as well, like uh, walking around that, that U boat, kind of talking
0: uh, to everybody and stuff.
2: Yeah. And like that, you also see them interact with each other mm-hmm. as well from time to time. And there's like, there's, there was this one interaction between Bombate, which is, uh, that African guy who was caught banging mm-hmm. that Nazi check. <laughs> um, but there was, if you, if you choose, I don't know if you, who'd you guys choose? There's there's, cause there's two characters that you, uh, get to choose between at the beginning to die which is White and Ferguson and I went ahead and chose Wyatt to To live.
0: Uh yeah. go ahead and live. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt and, was probably the most interesting character. Uh, he, he was he, the, the druggy guy, right? Who took the acid and he was seeing shit. Yeah. yeah. He a took a acid, character. yeah. Anyways, like Yeah. But like there there was a scene where uh
2: Wyatt was just like totally out of it. He was just going hard on acid, and Bombay noticed it. And he's like, he's t- he has this conversation with him, telling him, "Hey, get some sleep, man." And like it, it it's all in a the cutscene. Then the cutscene cuts, and like you're left still seeing the two characters, and you see Wyatt just like walk off into his little <laughs> corner near like two yeah. swivel chairs, and like he turns both the swivel chairs to where he can lie down, you know, where you're sitting and prop your feet up on mm-hmm. the other chair, and it. Like the little details like that caught me off guard. I was like, like wow, "Human that's, details? it's yeah, crazy." Yeah. There's all, yeah, very. And there's also like there's this guy called Max Haas who essentially works like a Hodor from Game of Thrones. Yeah, where exactly. all he says is his name. He's he's like Max Haas, yeah. Max Haas, but he's he's kind of a lovable character, uh, just because he you know he's that dummy. A big mm. dummy b- brute, and he's missing half of his head. But like he's sitting there with the scientist set, uh, which is a Jewish scientist, and they're both sitting there playing chess. <laughs> and like at first, you're like, Maxos has no chance against this professor. But it it goes on. They they have this dialogue, and it ends up with set flipping the chess pieces onto the ground and just storming <laughs> off, pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, it's just little things like that. Like I, I really dug the characters in this game, and like I felt I felt more invested into each one of the more prominent characters yeah. in this game. Like even the even the protagonist or the antagonist, um, she. I, I think they did. Her, they portrayed her in a oh, very yeah, different well, way. Well, you really hate where, the fuck like, she her was, too.
0: Oh my god! Yeah.
2: Yeah, because like Scummy, she, she yeah. does some really. Scummy right from shit, the beginning like, of the game, like cut oh, off yeah. mm-hmm, yeah. And th- yeah, like there's a point where she takes your friend's head and just like makes her kiss you, and it's like a fucked up, shit yeah. it's like, oh my Forgot god, I, I do,
0: yeah, I do love the yeah. spirit of this game in that way. Like, I love games that aren't afraid to just go balls to the wall. And I will say, that the nicest thing I can say about Wolfenstein 2 is that I hated the gameplay, like. Fish didn't like it as much as Shay. Shea actually, for the most part, really enjoyed it. And I was kind of playfully having them argue about it. I fucking hated it. Like, playing the game was actually... Felt like homework to me. It felt like a chore that i do for the pod. But I was still willing to do it because I was interested to see what was happening. And that's the nicest thing I could say about this game is I wanted to know what was going to happen. Because um, it's real weird. Yeah, you really can't... can't
2: you can't really fathom what's going to happen in the game. Um, I mean, you can see where A to B get, where A takes you as far as getting to B, but what happens between those two is where all the good stuff happens in mm-hmm. that
0: game. If if the gameplay had been, why couldn't the gameplay been as as bold as the story? Why? Like, like I just there's. So many shooters out there can think, like, if you had the gameplay of Doom from last year and the story of this game, or the people that made this game make the next Doom game, like, I can't even imagine. Like, I would love to see this level of edginess in something like Doom or something. And, like, just if the gameplay was better, this could have been one of my favorite games of the year, easily. For me. I'm only speaking for myself, so. It's frustrating, I guess. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But, uh, you know, a lot of people did seem to enjoy it. To be fair... It was nominated for, like I said, a lot of game awards. There are a lot of people like that disagreed with me. I mean, they had. I saw a lot of good reviews for this game out there, um, nines and nine fives and eight fives and stuff. So, I think, like Shay said, if you're more aligned with Shay and you appreciate that classic, maybe hardcore old school style of shooter, um, and the most interesting psychological thing there, I want to say, and then we can move on, is that Shay is more burned out by first person shooters than maybe even any of us, and yet. The classic first person shooter style is is holds his attention a little more. So like that's just really interesting to me. Go ahead, Shay. Go
3: ahead. Yeah, I just had a few last things I wanted to say about the game too before, before we move sorry. on. I just wanted to make sure. Um it's one yeah. it's one random complaint, but it's for me it was kind of a big deal coming across it, is um there's one point in the game where I was trying to um, sneak throw a grenade into a room because there were some enemies, and I was having a really difficult time with this part in the game. And I'm staring right at the doorway. I'm pa- I'm past the wall, and I'm trying to throw it straight in. And my crosshair is right on the doorway. And I would throw it, and it would bounce off the wall and then get stuck in the room. And it would not go through the doorway. I'm staring right at this open doorway, and it would kept throwing it to the side. And I encountered this grenade throwing issue multiple times throughout the game is the lack of precision with it. Um, and a little bit of a lack of precision with the axe throwing as well. I think that's kind of a big deal if you're trying to predicate this game on being part stealth. Um, it's a really big issue if that that um, ability or finesse isn't quite there. So hopefully that's something they can, like, patch and work on. But, yeah, it's something, like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times on that level I kept trying to,
4: huh.
3: you know, like, sneak a grenade in or throw an axe, and, like, I'd blow myself up or I'd miss the axe throw, and I would alert everyone that I was there. And it was really yeah. pissing me off. See
0: fish raving uh...
3: Yeah, really, really
0: Sorry, no, no, I, Yeah, that's, no, I had a lot of issues like that, too. No, that, that is irritating. I'm sorry, Fish. Were yeah. you trying to chime in there?
2: Oh, I just wanted to also state that the the graphics in this game um, are also pretty good. Yeah, um, pretty good. Well, like it. a lot of the.
0: <laughs> I want to jump in and sorry. say
2: the graphics are pretty good. Graphics are pretty good. That's all, guys. No man, the, the eye the eye movement no, no, in this no. game was unparalleled. <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. that
0: far. It, it looks great. No, it looks
3: crazy. no, the eye movement was perfect, dude. I've not seen a game that has the eye movement down as well as this game.
0: Uncharted 4?
3: No, I think this game did better.
0: If you're talking crazy, that's crazy. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. their faces seemed a bit more expressive, yes. I would say, in and Wolfenstein oh, over Uncharted.
0: Get out of here! Both of you, get out of here! Oh,
3: shut up! Oh, fucking uh, Uncharted 4 is a beautiful game, and it's a better looking game overall. However, the facial expressions are much better in this game. Go do a side-by-side comparison and come back to me. They're much better.
0: I, 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 mm-hmm. I respectfully disagree. Shay, did you have something else you wanted to say before we move on?
3: Yeah, one last thing, and, I'm not, and it's more like a teaser for our upcoming show, but my favorite moment of the year um as we're as we're picking categories for that um i was making some notes this week on that and i that was the only category i didn't have filled and i was like i don't know if there's really a particularly memorable moment this year and then this game this morning gave me that memorable (laughs) moment so it's a moment i will i will (sighs) not forget for a long time in video gaming
0: I'm excited for you to see the scene with the pregnant lady at the end. I love that scene. The ending is cool, and there's a scene with the pregnant lady, and um, Fish knows what I'm talking about. It's pretty badass.
3: Okay, cool. I'm excited. Oh, this absolutely. game has a lot of memorable moments. That is, I think that's one thing mm-hmm. that, really, like you guys were saying and alluding to, really works to its advantage. Whether or not you like the gameplay, there are tons of memorable moments in this game.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Just wish yeah. some of those memorable moments would have actually involved when I was playing the game. Uh, okay, moving along, I want to thank you for guys for playing that game. I, it's uh, been a lot of fun to talk about. It's, it's a fun game to talk about, and it, will, it sounds like it might come up again in some capacity next week. Because Fish's favorite character of the year is going to be the cat monkey. I've spoiled it for everyone. I'm so sorry. I'm such an asshole. God damn it. I
2: don't. No, now, I don't, know. now nobody's gonna listen to that podcast. Now, well,
0: they'll want to know why.
2: they want to know why. It's guess there's I mean,
3: no, no point no... even okay, right, even recording it. Well, then I'll tell them now. <laughs> it's a cat monkey.
0: god <laughs> that's why. That's yeah, not a bad selection. Um. All right. So moving on, um, I have a pretty uh, fun thing to talk about here, uh, but I want to do the bio break really quickly before I give Shay's present out. Um, So the bio break story is kind of a funny one. Um, (laughs) Normally we try to get to these sort of hyper serious stories, but it's the end of the year and I saw this one and I was kind of laughing about it and we're talking about it before the show. Uh, So here's the headline. Um, It's all over places. I found this from DailyMail.com. Basically, it is about these fish off um, the coast of Mexico that are having orgies. And the orgies are damaging dolphins and possibly other species and I was like that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard and this is the gist of it and then I'll throw it to Shea but uh, the gist of it is uh, every spring hundreds and thousands of these Corvina, that's the kind of fish will meet for orgies off the coast of Mexico Um, and each of these fish produces a sound which resembles a really loud machine gun which also plays into our theme for the show Nazi, you know, I I put a lot of time into that stupid theme shit Um, this means that in masses the fish can produce an enormously painful noise and the frequency of the sound um, is in a range that could deafen sea mammals. Not just dolphins. There are other animals that actually And that's just like a strange biological thing when you read this story that these fish are having an orgies. Uh, it's a funny story. It's weird. It's interesting <laughs> because it's just so fucking strange. Shay, a resident biologist here. That's why we do the bio break portion of the show. Um, what do you think of this madness?
3: Um, it's <laughs> I mean, I don't really have too much to say about it, but the, the the reason why it's I guess pertinent is that of course obviously dolphins uh are going deaf, which is not good mm-hmm. because obviously they're going to have an issue with uh <laughs> thriving in an in a in an ecosystem that requires you to be able to use all your senses very much so, mm-hmm. in in the event that you know a shark sneaks up on you or something of that nature. Um, the other thing that 's actually kind of an issue is that when these corvina are doing that, it's so loud that people can actually like the sound levels can actually be heard s- super easily to the point to where they're being hunted um, during that time. The article states that there are around five hundred boats that head there to capture as many as two million fish. So While because fucking, of because of their that's rude. That's their rude. raucous love making that they're being hunted Ruckus. and uh captured to the point of vulnerability of extinction. Now that's not mm-hmm. I mean, that's not super, super worried, but I mean that that is something that is certainly con- concerning.
0: So. Jo- no, that's a great point, uh, that, that they're getting hunted. Either. It's, it's ironic and sad. All right, uh, moving along. That was a fun article. Um, all right, so it's time before we get to the end of the show where we go through a bunch of fun listener emails and questions for the week in preparation for Game of the Year. It's time for my surprise for Shay. Do you have any idea what it is, Shay? Do you have a guess? Um, you got to have a guess.
3: I'm worried it's something to do with Fucking dating app or some shit. Like, he did something weird, like, got me a subscription to some porn website or some something fucked up like that.
0: All good ideas, but no. That's not what it is. Um, the only person that knows... Thank this God.
3: Is-
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are great gifts. What are you talking about? I, I, I tried to give you guys real gifts, although it's to be determined if my sound gift for Josh is going to end up being good or not. Um, I know, Shay does a video game podcast, you know, every week. And we've done it for almost a year and a half now. Um, come up on our second game of the year show. And it's gotta be frustrating when you're on a podcast with people and you can't talk about one of your favorite games. So I decided to go play about three hours of Owlboy. That See, that's a good gift. See, I got that's him. I saw his face gift. on the webcam too. Mm-hmm. I got him. That's a good <laughs> gift. Wow.
2: That's the biggest smile I've ever seen on Chase. That's Space. a good oh gift. Oh my gosh,
0: good gift. Um, until I start talking about it, then you're gonna wish I hadn't played it. So I guess that's the the. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. You know, I that's one. Th- <laughs> 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 you know, the one thing I went going into is I I don't want to play a game. Number one, of course, I'm not gonna be I'm gonna be my genuine self. But number two, I don't want to go into the game just to like be the person to try and bash it because that's no fun either that's that's not i i I know it's it's kind of tough when you're going to play one of someone's favorite games because there's like a level of expectation there and we're not playing it when you know the year it came out either so it's like i really want to talk about this game with you it's my favorite game ever so then there's like this extra heightened sense of like feeling like you have to enjoy it more i guess if that makes sense um it's like a weird sense of pressure yeah um, but, you know, I don't really worry about that shit. I'm just going to play it and tell you what I think about it because um, I thought okay. you'd enjoy a real conversation about Owlboy, which, if you're listening, is from D-Pad Studios. It is a um, – it's a PC-only game. You can find it on well, all sorts of places, Steam mostly, and uh, it, it was Shay's game of the year last year. Um, And it is a 2D, like, platformer, side-scrolling game. I like... I call it a... After playing it, to me, it's like a 2D aerial Zelda. That's basically what it is in my eyes. A 2D aerial Zelda. Um, Because it's structured around sort of a hub world Mm. and then a bunch of mini dungeons. And the dungeons have segments to them that unfold, much like classic Zelda dungeons, where you, like, get to little areas and you have to solve a little puzzle to continue on. Um... Very much so. Now, there hasn't been very many 2D Zelda games, to be fair, but it's the same idea. And almost maybe a little Metroidvania-y, because the map, you're constantly like going down these mazes and corridors of uh, in 2D, so there's a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, I played yeah. about... So I stopped at the scene where you... Um, if you haven't heard of it, I was just introducing it so if people are listening and they never heard of Owlboy, they can go Google and see what Shay's game of the year last year was. Anyways, I stopped at the part where you fight the the, the cat, the pirate, the big fat mm-hmm. red pirate guy um mm-hmm. so it's end of the second dungeon um so what do you want to, do? want to talk about the good first things I like first or things I didn't like first what i'll let you, what do you want first what should we do let's let's
3: end on the high note, so let's start with the bad
0: start with the bad, okay, uh oh man um my biggest issue with the game was just. The main character, Owlboy, I think that D-Pad Studio did themselves a disservice. Uh, there's a lot of cool-looking characters in the game. Like, the, First of all, the aesthetic of the game, this is something I was going to talk about later, but I have to kind of set it up. It looks fantastic. If you haven't seen the game, it's sort of like a classic sort of, I don't even want to say pixel art style, but um looks like a very... High bit. What's that? It's high bit. High bit. Um, so,
3: yeah. That's what it's toted at. Uh, So not like an 8 or 16-bit, but a high bit.
1: Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe me. Like a hobbit with a thyroid condition.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's Owlboy. (laughs) That explains a lot. Um... No, but yeah, it's it looks incredible. Like the amount of detail. Like a lot of the enemies in the game, I thought looked really charming. Uh, Like the first boss that I fought was like this weird little like Aztec turtle thing, and when you knocked its shell off, it was like flying around and it looked really cool. Um, There are these—I don't know what they are—but they're like these little gremlin-looking things. They're like one in the shop. There's they're all running all over the place. They look really cute. Um, I I forgot what they're called. Shay probably knows, but they're like these little cute little gremlin guys. Um, the, The the detail in the game and the enemies in particular look really cool. But Owlboy, oh my god, Shay, come on. Owlboy is the dumbest looking character. They killed themselves from the very beginning. With Think of all the classic characters out there, right? Sonic, Mario, all those. Uh, even Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight came out of nowhere. Brand new character, iconic looking. Owlboy, Owlboy is just... Uh, it reminds me like when I saw the cover I thought it was like a bargain it reminds me of a game I would have seen when I was a kid and I went to Kmart and I saw a game in the bargain bin and I was like oh look at this game for ten dollars that no one's buying for you know what I mean like the look of Owlboy it bums me out because I feel like if they had found a a more interesting looking main character I think it would have maybe connected to audiences a little more uh, maybe sold a little bit more do you disagree with me
3: yeah, I do. Um and there's gonna be some bias there, so take it with a grain of salt. That being said, I the point of the game is to make Otis, um, the main character, look a little Otis. bit feeble at first. Um and like he is he's a young fledgling almost, so to speak. Um he is he is a very young character and he has to kind of grow into his own. Um, I've never seen anything look quite like Otis or um, any of the other owl um, men creatures in this game. So to me, it's, it's a unique character um, looking wise. However, I will agree with you to something to the extent of is it an iconic character? I don't think it is an iconic character. I don't think that's what they were going for either. And I I think it's a, if that's what you're, if that's what you are ultimately looking for as you, the player, no, this game is not that. But when you get to the end of the game, you realize it isn't just about this main character, even though the story starts and is largely about it, it becomes about so much more than that. And that's what the game was going for. So Iconic, no. But it's um, called. Al-Boy. Does the character make sense it's all about within the context you. of the story? Yes.
0: Yeah, it's it's about Owlboy. You are the game it's, is it's, you stare at him the whole fucking time. And he looks. I don't. I just.
3: You actually do, you actually don't, and that's why I'm saying you need to get further in the game. You'll see. You'll see. Okay, fair enough. If you keep
0: playing, it's it's weird. It's got a weird mechanic because you pick everyone up. That's like the whole game is picking things up: berries, objects for puzzles, characters. Which I made a hilarious correlation i'm sure the developers are going for i'm sure josh can vouch for this the um the green guy you pick up at the very beginning with the red nose his name is getty is that right Sounds right. Um, he looks exactly like Tingle from Zelda, which is funny because we joked about that last week. Um, they gave him a red nose. He's got a little green suit. I was looking at some pictures of him and Tingle right next to each other, and I was like, oh, i got to send this to Shay. But I didn't want to send it to you because I didn't want you to know I was playing Owlboy, so I had to be very secretive about it. Um, but yeah. they definitely wear those inspirations on their sleeve. And but yeah, you, you you pick up characters, and the first character you play for the first two dungeons has a gun. And there's this weird sort of swapping mechanic. You pick people up. You but when you hold somebody, they can shoot. And you it's like a shooter at that point. You drop them to kind of solve puzzles. Um, and that's the main mechanic. You pick puzzle pieces up. Like if you need to clog a hole in the wall to stop an air vent, you pick up something off the ground and throw it in the hole or something like that. That's the main. Hook of the game is carrying things, Owlboy carries stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That seems to work, you know, well enough, I suppose. Um,
3: yeah, it, yeah. There's more strategy involved as you get in later in the game too. I don't want to spoil anything for you, even though it's a year old. I, you know, how much I detest spoilers, so it, well, it becomes a more just, integral mechanic the further everyone's. you get in
1: yeah that's
3: fair oh that 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 spoiling sign is a service that's
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> um the Yeah, and and so I was getting a real – because the interesting thing, I went back and listened to the show because I do a bunch of weird homework when I try to – I try to, like, have these conversations with you guys. I like to challenge you guys if I can. I don't like to call you guys out on shit to piss you off. I try to call you guys out on shit to see if we can have a fun conversation about it. And one thing I noticed was that even though Shay said that the word masterpiece is just a buzzword when Rich was on the show a couple weeks ago and it's garbage and all this other stuff, he – I went back and listened to our Game of the Year show and he called Master – he called Alboy a masterpiece. Um, and I think it's interesting because even though he called it a masterpiece, I know we weren't able to talk about it very thoroughly. He he kept talking about how I made him feel nostalgic. He was like, I open when I played this game, I felt like I was opening up my PlayStation and popping in a copy of a classic PlayStation game. I think just from knowing you that what wins the day with you sometimes is that sense of nostalgia, um which is interesting because i don't really think that alboys doing anything really new or progressive or incredibly interesting, but you're right it is a very nostalgia a nostalgic feel to it um and that really seemed to connect with you just from listening to your game of the year rant
3: i i, I don't think if it if it i guess preys on my Nostalgia it necessarily is defined as a great game. does that boost it for me? Yes, and I think the reason why is because you realize as a developer or as a creator of something your humble beginnings, where you came from, where you were influenced by, and then you carry that into your iteration of something it's very It's very difficult to be original, wholly original in this world, so often we as humans, our experiences kind of come together and we create something from that mass amount of experiences with Owlboy you see the influence there you've listed multiple things that it's clearly influenced by and i think mm-hmm. that itself sets itself apart to become something unique and creative and that that becomes readily apparent as you play throughout the entire game as the story develops and the mechanics of the game i think lend itself to a level of creativity That for me personally resonated so well. Um, It was just this very lighthearted, cute story executed with great mechanics. And that story is emboldened by the characters and their development throughout the game because it's so strong. And it feels like, to me, like reading the Harry Potter books. The one time, like I read through all those books one time. I don't know if I'll ever read them again. I'm not obsessed with them like people are, but when I was a kid, yeah. I was re- I was really really into them, and it's just like mm-hmm. those characters come to life so well in those books. That's what this game feels
0: yeah. like to me. It's interesting. It's interesting. So, you, would you now that you how do you feel about masterpieces? Do you still believe Alboy is a masterpiece?
3: i th- <sighs> here's what I'll say. I I said that, and I still stick by it. Um, that. I think masterpiece is a buzzword in this day and age. Just like uh, scores are kind of like uh-huh. a buzzword. Like we, like most people, look at scores um, from critics not as a as a tool, but as the end all be all. Like they don't. If I read if I read a review, I want to read the full content. I want to know everything that's going on. Like what's like what, what's this interpretation of the story? How does how is the uh, visuals? How is the sound? So on and so forth. I think the many, many people, the average person will, and I have no statistical data to back this up, so this is uh, anecdotal, but people will just read the score and be like, ah, it's shit. It's fucking good. Like, they they don't delve into the why. Um, And I think Masterpiece is kind of one of those things where it's like we have all these words that we're using correctly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Mm This thing can literally do this in literally this amount of literal seconds. Like, it's just those words are used in the wrong context, and I think Masterpiece is one of those. That being said, I still think Owlboy is Masterpiece. (laughs) It's a game I still think
0: about all the time. All right, fair enough. Um, I yeah I enjoyed it I enjoyed my time with it I think the big thing about the game is just the way it looks I think that's the big thing about it honestly everything else seems fine to me but I feel like just the way the game looks is the selling point kind of like Cuphead a little Cuphead uh, Cuphead I feel like that's kind of the selling point with Cuphead although I think Cuphead is an incredible game as well but um, I feel like that's the selling point with uh, Owlboy is just that high bit style it just looks very 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 good um
3: it does. And wait, if if you finish the game, which I hope you do, the story gets really, really immersive. Um, I don't know how much of it that Josh remembers, but the story gets really,
1: really good. Yeah, it really is good. Um, yeah, it was interesting because yeah. Josh played it
0: too, but it wasn't on his best games of the year list, which is fine. I mean, I'll say this, Shay, even though I like to give you shit because we just have fun, I applaud, I'm always applauding people who are willing to... Put something out there on a limb. Like, I love something that not a lot of people like. I think that's a good thing. I, I like that. Um, you guys know I do that shit all the time. But I thought it was interesting because I don't think I did a great job hosting that particular Owlboy show because I hadn't played the game. It was kind of a weird show for us, too. It was one of our first podcasts. Uh, we were still babies. So I don't think I did that game justice via the conversation, which is too bad because I went back and listened to it and it was just kind of dry and boring. Um, so I don't think I really got a good sense, Josh, of where you stood on Owlboy. Um, and I'd be curious if you wanted to jump, maybe summarize, I guess.
1: Um, I really like the game. I still think it's really good. I uh, I think it had a couple pacing issues. It just kind of just slowed me down through it and made it harder to completely get through. Because I really enjoyed the story, and then you get to parts where not a lot would happen for some time. Um, that just kind of made it harder to get through, and it, it wasn't bad. It was still good during those parts, but um, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a really good game. Really, I, I think it's definitely worth playing. Um, still think it's one of the best things to come out that year, but not wasn't didn't didn't quite make my list because I just just wouldn't have been in your top in love with it or anything.
0: Would it have been in your top ten that year.
1: <sighs> I mean, <clears> hmm, <throat> likely. Although there's 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 a ton of competition from last year, it's the last couple of years have been ridiculous as far as I mean, Abzu the number of good games. I mean,
0: would it have beat uh, Abzu? It's hard to say. I mean, Josh really loves Abzu, so Ooh, that's a tough mm-hmm. one, yeah. Um, okay, just wanted to see where you stood on that. Um, it's a shame, Shay. I mean, I feel for you in this regard, he got pretty good reviews. Um and it doesn't feel like a lot of people enough people played it maybe i didn't hear a lot about it in a lot of the game of year game of the year shows I listened to, except for you of course um you were the only one who was really super passionate about it here it's It's too bad. I know how that is when you like something a lot it doesn't seem like a lot of people are uh paying attention to it so yeah,
3: it is what it is i mean like i last year and I remember this vividly um I would tell people all the time, man, you got to play this game. You got to play this game. This game is so good. Yeah. You need to play it. And that's that's a big part of um um whether a game is, you know, effectively uh, does well market-wise is word of mouth. A big part is obviously critics and what they say, but another big part is word of mouth too. And if not a lot of critics played it, they're not telling a lot of their listeners and followers to play it. Um, as you said, we were very, very limited podcast during that time. We were still growing. I, I have a feeling if it came out this year and we said, you know, we did a show on it this year that, you know, some of our listeners would have taken the show, time to yeah. check it out because it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. It really and I is. I wish it had
0: been released on like consoles because if it had been released on PlayStation, I would have tried it last year. I think it's, it's too bad Absolutely. That was just PC. I feel that way about Cuphead too. Like a lot of people I talk to are like, "Man, I wish it was on PS4. It would have sold so many more copies." So,
3: yeah. But did you see they just went double platinum? That which
0: which is incredible considering uh, Cuphead yeah. went
3: Cuphead went double.
0: Yeah, so cool. That is awesome. And I'm telling you though, if that had released on PlayStation 4, I'm thinking five mil easily. Um, because the install base is like two to three times higher than Xbox. I'd have to go get the numbers, but it's much just much higher. So. Um, oh, well, it is what it is. Microsoft deserves it because they were the ones, from my understanding, that really backed the game and put the extra um, effort into pushing it and uh, supporting them. So, you know, their uh, Sony's gain is their loss. Anyways, I, I liked it, though. Owlboy's uh, pretty fun. 2D, Ariel, Zelda, a great-looking game. Uh, Music is uh, very pleasant, kind of old-school kind of sound to it, too. So Um, it's a cute little thing for sure. And if you think it sounds interesting, it's pretty cheap. You should go find it um, on Steam, among other places, if you have a PC.
3: Yes. 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 Yes.
0: All right. Merry Christmas, Shay. I played some Owlboy for you.
3: Thank (laughs) you. I was actually going to buy it for you for you for Christmas this year, so now I don't have to. Yeah, well, I
0: just play all Josh's games, so every time Josh is like, Steam sale, I'm buying a bunch of games, I'm like, yes! Josh's library is my
2: library. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so this is it. I want to push these uh, questions to the end of the show because there's a handful of them, and we want to be able to just have fun with them, and I know maybe some people want to just hear the primary game talk we normally have um, and get out of the way, but You should definitely check these out because this is some of the most fun we have answering listener questions, picking our brains, getting to know us more than ever. The crew of the Chompcast, the last Chompcast of the year, officially. 71 episodes, guys. Congratulations. Um, I'm going to start. Yeah. Everybody, pat yourself on the back, guys. Come on. Great, great job. No? No padding? Good. Gonna uh-huh. go ahead and suck my own dick. <laughs> we okay? talked about this. We talked about this earlier, Fish. What What do we say about that? Uh, I forgot. Old habits die hard. I guess. All right. All right. Sorry to get up to grab my phone, um, and it was charging. Thank God. I can. I no, can no, do no. it. I'm, I'm going I to. Do it. Do... I got them well, up. Or no, no, that's good. Keep the keep the Twitter ones open, Shay. I was gonna um, slam through some of these Instagram ones really quick. If that's okay, before, before I forget. Perfect. Um, I wouldn't forget, but before my phone freaks out on me here. All right, so some really good questions from the Instagram. I will give credit to everyone who dropped them as well, and we'll go roundtable. Now, what we'll do for the sake of conversation is I will just throw these questions to each of you in, in different variants so I don't start off every question uh, with just me rambling on. All right, so first question. From Brian M C one 1138 he says, What's the new Star Wars movie rankings? Mine is ESB, um, Rogue One, that's Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, A New Hope, The Last Jedi, Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, and then the prequels in Descending Order. Now, I know you guys haven't seen the new Star Wars movie, I don't believe, so um, I'm not going to obligate you to answer this uh, if you don't want to. Um, but I will start this one off because I think it was inspired by with the half of my post, which was me saying that I had seen the new Star Wars movie. Um, so I'm going to say something controversial right off the bat, okay? You guys can crucify me right now. Go ahead. I think the best Star Wars movie is The Force Awakens. And I don't care what anybody says. The Force Awakens is, is, in my opinion, the best Star Wars movie. Kylo Ren. I love um, Ray Play with Daisy. Um, forget her last name. Um... John Boyega. I, I love the new. It's a, it, I grew up loving Star Wars as a kid, and then I kind of fell away from it. But when I was a kid, I had the action figures. I loved my Boba Fett, my Stormtroopers, all that shit. I love Star Wars as a kid. I'm serious. I, but then, like, I just kind of fell away from it. But The Force Awakens to me was almost, like, perfect for what it was trying to do. Um, that's it. I'll say it. Force Awakens is my favorite Star Wars movie. What about you
1: guys? I mean, the best one's probably still A New Hope. Probably it's still probably episode four okay. it's the force awakens is really good though um it's a whole lot faster paced too so if you you know have done a lot of drugs in your teenage years <laughs> what are you uh, what are you maybe trying to say? start there <laughs> um, instead of instead of trying to go back to the older ones mm-hmm. it, you know just, just start with the force awakens and, yeah well yeah.
0: Generation, what about you? What about you, Shay?
3: Um, it's a hard choice between um, Star Wars First Contact and Star Wars (laughs) Spock Returns. God damn Um, it, a little more privy to Spock Returns. That one's so good. (laughs) Khan was such a good Star Wars villain. Uh, Mm Oh man,
0: no, yeah, I Mm -hmm. mean.
3: No, um, in all seriousness, um,
0: two of those terrible jokes this show.
3: I don't mm-hmm. really I don't really remember episode 4, 5, and 6 that well. The only one I really remember well is 4. Um, I was never super big on Star Wars. Not to say they're bad, just um I wasn't super big into them. Um, if I had to pick one, I would either pick episode 4 or uh the Force. Awakens. Force Awakens was a great movie. I I really enjoyed it. I know a lot of fans enjoyed it and some fans felt that it was a rehash, but I liked it and then I think episode 4 oh obviously being the first one ever made. It was good. Yeah.
2: yeah. What about you, Fish? Um I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this. This the hardcore oh, Star Wars man. fans, but I really like Revenge of the Sith. I really like Oh, liked it. interesting a dark horse from fish. I oh. uh, I mean seeing Anakin Skywalker go through, you know, all his phases and then episode 3 of the pre- prequels, he's <laughs> Yeah, he kind of yeah, he goes down that dark side and it's very emo. Um Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed that tragic type of uh good Jedi turn to the dark side by um, things that he could not control, which is, you know, seeing his mother suffering. Um, seeing that his, I guess his lover at the time kind of died by his own hands. Like, all that stuff is had more emotional impact on me than what the other Star Wars, um, were... Put it
0: well, on plus, you were an emo kid at the time. You were—I remember you fish. You were young, uh-huh. emo fish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You were locked in. No. Anakin, I can relate, bro. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, uh. no, I—I think Revenge of the Sith gets a bad rap. It's actually pretty damn good. The problem is that if you hated the first two prequels, you're not going to feel as much during Revenge of the Sith because it's the same characters, right? It's sort of like even if mm-hmm. the third one is good. If you didn't like the first two at all and they're not very – I mean they're really not very good, then it's hard to feel that emotional connection to the characters. So maybe that's part of why people – but I agree with you, Fish. Revenge of the Sith is actually pretty good. You can go look at the reviews for that movie. They're at pretty high too and I remember people generally enjoying it when it came out. So hmm. um, we don't have time to rank them all, but thank you for the question, Brian1138. Um Forest, one more quick, uh, oh wait, that's, this is a comment someone said, but I'll read it because it's funny. They said, I love The Last Jedi, but do you know what I love more? So many nerds collectively losing their mind over how much they despise the movie. I've never seen anything like it. I adore the Star Wars franchise as a whole, but I think a lot of us lose sight of the fact that despite how we feel, they're just movies. That's from Forest 1285 um, I do think it's in, they're a very passionate fan base. That is to say the least. Um, yeah, a lot of them feel right. like they they've invested all this
2: time into Star Wars that they feel like they have a hand in what goes on with the actual movies. And um, I think that George
0: Lucas dropped that shit, man. Yeah, That's why he
2: sold it. He was probably. like, "Fuck this." He's <laughs> like, "I'm done. I'm done pleasing to fans." You know, at that point, if you're trying to please your fans, then. You're not going to be making a, a, a great product or an original product. You're, you're just mm-hmm. kind of making something that's very mainstream.
0: Well, I think the thing that did George Lucas in was that when he – he always dreamed of the technology, right? I used to watch all these documentaries on how the original Star Wars and stuff. And my theory is that when he got the technology – he relied on it too heavily and lost sight of what made the original movies great when he was younger and he made Star Wars. they were using like fucking cardboard models and shit and and all these other tricks, and it was really character driven right and But he had all these dreams. Of all these crazy space battles and all this stuff. And he, LucasArts, of course, is the leading edge of technology, right? They were one of the pioneers, if not the pioneer. Once he had every tool at his disposal, I feel like he just leaned on all those dreams of technical prowess. And and some of the heart and the character fell by the wayside. Because um, it was like 70% special effects extravaganza garbage. Um, Yoda doing backflips and God knows what else. So that's my theory. i going to throw that out there. Yeah. Well, he also.
1: I mean, I think that's probably part of it. I mean, that's also part of the reason why he kept going back and messing with the original trilogy. Like, oh, we have new technology. Let's add CG shit into these old movies from the seventies. Because he would like, have if he why? could. Have. Just because he yeah. he he couldn't stop himself.
0: That's what drives me crazy about people that are like Pink Floyd. Man, they're so much better than all these crazy artists nowadays. And like, if Pink Floyd had the shit that we have now and the readily available technology, they would have used all of it. While they were doing God knows what kind of drugs they were on. It was just the technological limitations uh, forced artists to do different things. And sometimes limitations can be good. So that's my theory. Um, Just like look at Jaws. You know, the the shark kept breaking down. So they had to make a better film and show the shark less. And uh, that made... I think Jaws is a better movie. So, anyways, I want to say one really quick 20-second thing, and then we can move on. Because I know you guys are probably sick of the Star Wars talk already. I just want to say I did see the four, the new Star Wars film, The Last Jedi. I want to say that it had some incredible scenes, including the throne room scene, which will stay with me forever. But I will say that after thinking about the film quite a bit, um, the director tried to do too much. And this is my question to you guys. And now everybody out there has an opinion on this movie. I want you to think about something. The director of this film, his most well-known product
5: before they handed him fucking Star Wars, was a, uh, the film
0: Looper. Have you guys seen Looper? Um,
1: I can't remember. I haven't I seen not. it, nope. but I've. I think I've heard I have
0: that's my fucking point this guy um, is Brian something I'm gonna pull it up right now um, his most well known film was Looper which is a good science fiction film it, had, it was Bruce Willis and then um, god what's the guy from Inception um, I like the cute kid that everybody loves
3: Joseph Gordon Levitt
0: yes Joseph Gordon Levitt and he basically played a young they used like a weird effect on his face or makeup or something he was supposed to play a young Bruce Willis and it was kind of like a time travel movie sort of a thing um and this director, I was looking up because I was surprised, I was like, JJ Abrams did the last one, right? JJ Abram Abrams is like a young Spielberg. Of course, that makes perfect sense. But if you look they gave this franchise to Ryan Johnson, and if you look at his discography, Ryan Johnson's biggest film was fucking Looper. And the director is everything you need to know about this movie, in my opinion. Just tries to do too much, too much crazy over-the-top shit. And when it works, oh my god, it works. But it misses far too often. Still enjoyed it. Still had a great, still enjoyed the film. Had a fun time. Um, Alright, moving on. So, I was just double-checking his discography. It's crazy. Go look it up. Nobody's talking about that, and they should. I'm trying to give you guys the... It's fascinating. Who the fuck gave Ryan Johnson the keys to the goddamn Star Wars... <sighs> weird it's just weird, I don't understand the world sometimes um okay, next question that we have here on the docket um thank you for those two amazing star Wars related questions, which I pretty much prompted from my uh expose about the Star Wars film that I was uh heavily into at the time and Sorry, I was stalling there for a quick second. My fault. All right, so the next question is from Hakuna Matata. Our good friend, Hakuna Matata522, he says, As always, guys, awesome show. And I'm very happy for Sword Chomp's growth. Uh, here's a question. Where do you guys see Sword Chomp in the next five years?
1: Yeah. He's a big fan of our uh, fleshy mole.
0: <laughs> uh, the fleshy the fleshy mole's come a long way.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he's Yeah, he likes mm-hmm. our growth.
0: I assume it'll be a fleshy nub. Mm-hmm. Then maybe a fleshy stump at <laughs> some point. Um <laughs> Mm a
3: fleshy boil
0: fleshy boil god willing we can get to fleshy boil status Um, where do you guys see sword chomp the next five years I love the show and I'm curious to see where it's headed anyways guys happy holidays and this is the best part fish for president fuck the world let's get fishy alright you lost me you had me and then you lost me you want to support me Morgan for presidency come on I would just love to see you vaping as you give the addresses to the nation, uh, my fellow Americans.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I would definitely do that. I'd be a very chill president. Make sure mm. everybody's happy. Mm-hmm. And of
0: course, everything would go to shit because I don't know how to <laughs> run a country at all. <laughs> Well, you know, I'd I like to think you'd be a better president than the one we have now. Um, so. Thank you. It can only go up. Um, I will just say briefly here that, you know, we have some goals next year of launching a Patreon because we want to give people a special extra side podcast that only the Patreon supporters will be able to get. And that's, that's as much as I want to say about that right now. And I'd like to just see it continuing to grow Um I'm still amazed that we're all together here as well because we had a podcast a couple years ago and people just started falling off left and right. So we're all still here. We're still standing. The biggest thing I've been working on to try and help us grow, both meeting people and and, and putting as much time in the show as I, I can, is I remember when we had a good podcast, nobody was listening. And it was depressing because we were like, this is a good show and everyone that listens to it really likes it. But – that was a different age of social media and exposure. And it just was really depressing to put your time and effort into a show that no one is listening to. So we have a Patreon. We'd like to continue to grow. And um, I think that's the biggest things in my eyes. What about you guys? I'll, I'll throw it open for him here if you guys want to jump in um, to answer his question.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really want to say too much about it right now. I'm working on a project. Um, Josh and I are working on a project right now, um, that it's going to kind of be like a side project of the chomp cast. It's going to be under the sword chomp name.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it hasn't been, and nothing's been finalized. I, I really don't want to say too much about it, but that's in the works. Okay. Um, for, for me and Josh here in the near future.
0: Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be cool. So be on the lookout for that. Josh and Fish, anything you'd like to say? I would like us to still be
2: podcasting in five (laughs) years. That would be incredible, yeah. I mean, if we could make a living off of this, that'd be great. And if we could just develop a a community, a strong community that uh, (laughs) loves what we do. And I mean, we can, I think uh, if we have that type of community where we can Bounce ideas off of each other, communicate with each other, have a sort of place where we can, uh, gather, you know, uh, on this medium of either podcasting or maybe doing videos down the road, something like that, just, and making a living off of that, that would be great, um,
0: but. Yeah, that's. I would say our goal is to get Fish working one job, everybody. Fish is working two jobs. If we can get enough supplementary mm-hmm. income to Fish mm-hmm. only works one job, then we've, we've made it. We've made it. A- as a it's whole. Sure. Huh? Sword chop. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. We have to split it four ways. Mm-hmm. But if, if your one-fourth of our income is enough for you to quit one of your jobs, then that's the goal. Huh. Yeah.
2: I would love that. Yeah, working two jobs so. is it's true. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean as a as a perk for supporting us at that level, Fish will play two games a year. <laughs> <laughs> and beat one.
3: <laughs> no, beat both.
0: Yeah, the cool idea we have That's spe Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Go
3: ahead. No, all
0: you. I was just going to say the the cool idea we have is basically a a private Patreon podcast where we get drunk and talk about either video game news or whatever whatever else we want, and you can only get it if you support us on Patreon. We're still in the works, and we won't won't probably launch in the middle or the end of next year because we want to launch with a bigger fan base, even though we've been growing quite a bit, but that's the idea, so um, something special for the people who are willing to support us. Go ahead, Shay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, one thing I was going to say is something that I kind of dabbled in a little bit earlier this year. Um, I would like us to, all of us, to start streaming gameplay from time to time. But the thing is, I don't want to just be like another typical channel. So we've yeah. been, we were throwing, like, half-jokingly half throwing around some ideas. So if you guys have any, um, you, as you, the listener, have any input of something you would want to see us streaming, like, not just like streaming games, but something a little bit more unique. We don't want to just be another game streaming channel out there because that's boring. Uh, If you have some ideas that you you would want to see from us, please let us know. That would be awesome. But, yeah, I think me personally, I want to do a little bit more streaming. I think the other guys do as well. We just want to feel like we're doing something like that. It's more inspired rather than trying to meet the norm of what everyone else is doing.
0: Yeah, I can't get into watching people stream games because I'm just like – I would love to be playing a game for our podcast. Like, watching someone else play a game does nothing for me. It never has, um, and and, and it's just not convenient in my life.
1: As as far as five-year goals, I mean, I know it's early. We've only been doing this for about a year, guys, but I think we should start talking about kids. Um, Oh,
2: we've been going pretty steady. (laughs) Mm
5: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Only if you if you could promise no, but... me twins, Josh. Mm. Mm. No. Hmm. I
1: mean, maybe. I mean, Shay's got to have the the technology there. I mean, with his clones and everything, he's he's got twins. Should not be a. a
3: two. can make it mask. happen.
1: I think we can well, do that.
3: If you want sextuplets, I can make it happen.
0: Uh. So this is from. Mario Karellis, uh good friend Mario Karellis and he said I thought The Last Jedi was okay also does anyone here have any favorite movies of the year I haven't seen many this year just TV shows and anime I played a lot of games have a happy holiday everyone you too Mario um, movies briefly I'll throw it to you guys first have you guys seen any movies this year that have really stuck with you mm. um, did, did Split come out this year Yes it did. That's last year. Oh, this year? This year, yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. Was it January or was it December? I don't remember exactly when it came out.
0: January. I remember cuz okay. I saw it this year when I was going
1: through one of my anxiety spurts. Okay. I couldn't remember exactly when it came out. I just knew it just came out last last winter.
0: Split. I've been trying to preach hmm. Split. It's a fucking great movie, right, Fish? Yeah, I liked it. Um That was the
2: first one that came to my mind. But yeah, I, I forgot about that one. That's a good one. I don't know if that was
0: necessarily my favorite one. Of the I just can't remember all the movies. You know I've what? Watched. I saw the other night. I was telling you guys about Logan. So I saw Logan for the first time. I've been putting that off because I'm not a big superhero guy. And but I've been intrigued about Logan because I heard it kind of fuck with the genre conventions. That fucking movie. It's free. If you guys have, if anybody's listening as HBO now, you can watch Logan for free. Well, it's not free because you're paying for HBO now. I know, Josh. You're about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it feels free because i yeah. they're sucking it out of my Saying It's free <sighs> if
1: you have h b o now is an awful lot like saying like no, everybody's got a cigarette lighter if you own a Ferrari it's you know it's, it yes comes with it it's That's like, actually yeah, fairly
0: exactly accurate. that yeah just mm-hmm, yeah um I was gonna, I just watched that because it was on HBO now, and that movie's. Inc- I'm not even giving you guys. I'm not blowing this out of proportion. That movie's incredible. Fucking incredible. Like, if you had told me it was nominated for Best Picture, I would not have disagreed. I was blown away. Highly recommend everybody go watch Logan. Um, very dark uh, from uh, Brian Mangold, an incredible director. So. Um, hmm. Okay. It's good. Logan. Hard R. I love, like, if you're brave enough to make your, um it's like Deadpool sort of. If you're brave enough to make your Marvel movie rated R, you're automatically going to get better in my book. But that doesn't, you know, Deadpool is a fun movie, but I wouldn't really consider it a, like, great, like, serious movie. It was more of, like, just a fun time movie. You know what I mean? Um, and I love Deadpool. But this was, like, a hard R, dark, powerful film just great filmmaking. Uh, also, Mother. Have you, have you, no, you guys haven't seen Mother yet? It's at Redbox if you guys get bored. Weird fucking movie with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem. My girlfriend said it was the most disturbing movie she's ever seen in her yeah. life.
1: So Yeah, you, you, you keep pronouncing that wrong, though. What? It's not Mother. Mother is a really good movie. You're talking about Mother! Mother! Uh, yeah, that's yeah. The, one that, that's Mother! the one that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. She uh, needs to that- watch a
3: Serbian film.
0: Well, no, see, that's, 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 next, that's next level shit. We don't mm-hmm. <laughs> Trust me, we watched Mother Dude and that whole night was just ruined for me. Like she was just distraught. It was depressed. Like I've never seen that. So like it actually ruined my night. Um, and any, anytime anybody brings up this one scene in that film that involves a baby, she starts to cry. So I definitely recommend going and watching that movie if you want to uh, <laughs> scar yourself. If you want to cry. I love that kind of shit, so. It, it it'll you'll either love it or hate it. Can't promise either. Anyways, any other movies you guys want to mention before I move on here? The Ooh. only one I really
3: saw this year was Okja. I don't know why I remember that one, but yeah, I watched that one on Netflix. It was the uh it was the one where the the girl has this unique creature that was a clone oh, that makes yeah, like I saw that. The like the, the clown so the clone, mamety, or not clown, right? the cow clone, not <laughs> the clown yeah, yeah. clone, the cow clone. And, um, yeah, she has this creature, and then they come back for it. And, uh yes, yeah, and it's about her trying to, uh, basically rescue her, her pet, her, her best mm-hmm. friend, her, her, you know, her life companion, so to speak. So. It was an interesting movie that it was, it was weird in some points, but it was also good. It was interesting to see Jake Gyllenhaal play a very different role from anything.
4: Yeah. I've quite
3: seen yeah. him play. It shows just how versatile that guy is, and I think how underrated he is as an actor. Um, yeah.
0: Go see Nightcrawler. Well, there, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is great. I for haven't seen it yet. Me yeah. me see it. So good. Hmm. Cool. That's all I can think of. I was hoping Fisher bring up that one movie he talks about all the time, so I could, so we could fight about it because uh, he loves it and I think it's trash. But he can't even remember it enough to bring it up. So hmm. Hel- help me remember. <laughs> Come on. Um, let me give you a hint. In the raccoon has a rocket. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, you guys remember when Fish saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and he texted us and he's like, Oh my god, guys, Guardians of the Galaxy 2!
2: That's just a fun movie. Like,
1: I want to see that movie. It looks good. Too.
2: Yeah, I saw it at the drive It's Dragon. on Netflix now. Oh,
1: is it really? Mm-hmm.
0: You need to watch it. Yeah, don't put yourself through that torture. Don't do it, Jay. Shut up.
1: <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh, let me think. Yeah.
0: Kimi no Nawa is
1: really good, and that one just got a Western release. What is it called? Uh Kimi no Nawa.
0: Kimi no, uh, okay. It's really good. Hmm.
1: Really good. You should try <laughs> to find that while you're in Japan somewhere. She. Okay. Uh, okay.
3: It's,
1: yeah, it's really good. What's it uh, about? Um... I mean, the premise is bizarre, but it ends up working really well. It's um, it's about like a two people who end up swapping brains who have never met before.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they'll occasionally wake up and just be in the other person's body, um, just with no explanation of it. Um, and that you know, sounds that's cool. the story. The story unfolds from there. Um, hmm.
0: Most of the time, yeah. people wake up next to Shay with no explanation for it. So. It's kind of relatable. Well, Josh gave a me a Cosby laugh. joke. Really? <laughs> no, 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 Josh. This is not a Cosby joke.
3: No, kind of was. Um,
0: no, I just mean they didn't. But uh, nah, I don't like. I don't like you guys framing it in that way.
3: <laughs> You're the only who said it.
0: Well, you know, did not mm-hmm. mean it in that way. Um. So that's a lot of the movies that we watched. Those are the first ones that came to our mind. So hope you enjoyed that random discussion. Yeah, I think Split is probably... My second favorite of the movie of the year behind probably Logan, personally. But, yeah, great for Unbreakable fans. Uh, Lizzie Mueller says, totally new to the game, but better late than never. Super pumped to catch up with the podcast and listen in. In terms of game of the year, what game surprised you this year? Anything out of left field or that you felt was a diamond in the rough? So this works because we don't have a best surprise category in the game of the years. So let's just pretend we're giving out a dagger tooth for best surprise. Wow. Yeah, <sniffs> biggest surprise
2: for me, definitely Cuphead.
0: Yeah, that was mine, too. That was mine, too, Fish, because
2: I didn't think it looked right. good at all. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just seeing the the still frames of it and even seeing Let's Plays of it, uh, previews of the gameplay, like, I didn't quite understand that game. And yeah. I, yeah, you, you just have to have that screen in front of you and you have to have control of Cuphead to really understand that game and then seeing... Actually playing through the levels and seeing how the boss animate and hearing the music and dying over and over again, like
0: you gotta walk a mile in Cuphead shoes.
2: Not yeah. Mugman, cause fuck Mugman, Cuphead. I never met Mugman. <laughs> man, he's.
5: Oh. I wish I did, man.
1: Yeah. not a fan. No, yeah. those those spots, fish, where there was only one set of footprints. Mugman was carrying you. Aww. Oh,
0: <laughs> don't you, don't you deify Mugman? Don't you deify Mugman?
2: Mugman, saved Cup me from the devil. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, that was my two fish, so I won't expand further on that. I didn't think it looked good at all, and it's one of my, uh, it's definitely my top 10 games of the year. We'll see if it makes the top five. Bada, yeah. boom, bada, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh?
1: Um, I wouldn't put that in there, because I expected it to be all right just from mm-hmm. what I saw going into it. Um, mm, that's a tough one. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I, I don't know, not so much that I wasn't expecting it to be good going into it, because the premise looked so good that I, um, but was not expecting it from anywhere, and then all of a sudden it's pretty much, it's it's about to come out. Uh, the Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had, had no idea that that was even a thing until E3. And then it's just, oh, by the way, it's going to be out very, very a soon. A couple months, yeah, um, pretty smart. Yeah, and that, I, I, I loved that game. Um, And it, it just came out of nowhere. And that was definitely a good surprise for this year. Because um, was, that was not something I was looking forward to at all coming into the year. Uh, it just kind of, just kind of showed up. Some good choice. What about you, Shay?
3: Um, I would say Hellblade, and the reason why I say Hellblade is even though mm. I was super excited on it because it was an indie developer, and my track history of liking things that are relatively unknown, I was half expecting it to be like a game I was really excited about and just turn out to be a less than favorable experience, and I was utterly surprised at how good that game is um playing it and clearly how much time and attention the developers put into that game in terms of graphics in terms of replicating uh the feeling of having psychosis all of that they clearly put a lot of time into it so um we talked about that last week so we don't need to go depth.
0: i think a lot of people would agree with you for sure uh that's a that's hmm. a good choice I will say uh it wasn't an indie developer though it was ninja theory they're pretty huge
3: they're con uh, they're well they're considered right now to be indie actually it's considered to be an indie game ba- based off of my research based off of my research yeah well, let me link you real quick give me a minute.
0: Okay, go ahead and send your links. Go ahead and talk and I'll link it. I did I do not think of linger theory. Okay. Uh next uh comment or question. Thank you, Lizzie. Uh t- t- I don't know if I said her name. Lizzie underscore Mueller, if I didn't. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that that's a good one. Um, let's see. Gilbeasy skit. I did not like this movie after the first viewing. It, uh, it was messy and didn't feel like a Star Wars movie at all. After the second time, I knew what to expect, and now I love this film. So that was somebody else commenting on the new Star Wars. Um, okay. Sector 7 Item Shop had a comment here. How have your views on gaming changed since you all first started gaming? As in, were you... When you were kids, was it purely for fun versus being a teenager as a means of escapism? Um, how did you view how do you view gaming now? Do you guys play purely for the study, the enjoyment, et cetera? What is everyone's favorite game okay there's like ten questions here let's just take the first one um, so as like gaming now as opposed to like playing video games when you were a kid um, I go ahead, Fish, were you gonna say something? I saw you leaning forward. Oh, I was just gonna say,
2: um ever since we started the podcast, like I mean, we had our other podcasts years and years ago, but playing those games was more of like it was like a group effort of okay, this game's coming out so we're all gonna play it and then kind of uh uh reviewing it a little bit and getting our thoughts about the game. Um but back then, I didn't feel the way I do whenever we started this podcast, where we sort of branched out and started playing um, games that were more exciting to us instead of following a set, you know, release date. And, um, yeah, yeah just finding games out there, um, and just being more smarter about, like, seeing trailers and, um, Hearing different opinions of people in the press um, and just kind of forming your own opinion. Like, that's something that's kind of grown on me. Like, I started listening to podcasts um, maybe two years ago at this point. But um, yeah, just I, I've, I've, I wouldn't say I've grown more critical about games, I'm more observant of what I like in video games and what I dislike. And, I'm able to kind of articulate why exactly at this point, this game isn't resonating with me or not. Um, And and I kind of like that because it's, it's not necessarily like, is this game like a masterpiece or anything like that? It's, it's more of, did I have fun with this game? Why did I have fun with it? And if it blew my mind, why, why exactly did it blow my mind? You know, and, it's it's kind of a different take instead of just looking at it in like a very sterile way that I think a lot of reviewers come off as to me nowadays.
0: Yeah. So, so I guess yeah. Sterile is <laughs> a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah. Josh, Shay, do you guys want to jump in there?
1: Hmm. Um. I don't know. I mean, I used to play games more for the challenge. um, Like, much more difficult games. I, I don't know. Not, not even that. Like, I still play some fairly difficult games. But, like... Playing games specifically with the intention of 100%ing them was something that I used to do fairly often. Like, going into a Final Fantasy game, going into a Kingdom Hearts game... Oh, I will get every item, see every cutscene, do all the things, and that's not, not a thing I do so much. Um unless I, I just, just my game really just like really, really speaks to me.
0: Connects with um, you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's just that's that's not a foregone conclusion the way it used to be. Um I've kinda I've really, really toned that back. Um yeah. compared to how it used to be. Yeah,
5: so. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Uh, Shay?
3: Yeah, actually, I didn't really think I had changed anything, but Josh actually resembles pretty much my thoughts now, is that, um, yeah, pretty much how I approach a game now, like I used to approach, like you guys know, wanting to have done everything in the game and completed everything, and now I don't really have the time as much time to do that. Um, Like with Crash Bandicoot, I had every inclination to want to go um, get every gem, do every relic, and it's the end of the year, so I don't have time to do that now. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's... it's, You know, you have to better micromanage your time to be able to play everything, and that's definitely not a bad thing, because uh, one thing that actually... I I recently listened to our final podcast for SPT and one of the things that I had cited as being so thankful for doing that podcast is having new experiences and I've kind of carried that over with yeah. me to doing this podcast is just being able to di- diversify my gaming portfolio so to speak like having all these different experiences and mm-hmm. yeah. um, liking different things which is something that I didn't do in the past so I definitely, yeah.
0: No, I think definitely,
3: good, yeah.
0: Um, that's a good point. I think Cuphead I would never have tried if it wasn't for the podcast. And I ended up loving that game, so it's it's good for us. This is a good exercise for us. I think it's cool because, like, I like the idea of – it's not like, oh, I'm putting our opinions above other pieces, people in the media or anything like that. But I like the idea of weighting your opinion against – uh yeah, the fact that you've played a lot. You've had a lot of experiences. Like, if someone only plays Destiny all year, their opinion on video games is not going to be very interesting to me. No offense, Fish. Um, that's old <laughs> Fish, not new Fish. But I'm a changed man. You're a changed man. Mm-hmm. Like, my sister, she's only played one game this whole year, and that was Destiny 2. And she's going to play it probably for another year. And, like, it's not interesting to talk to her about video games anymore because she doesn't have a interesting perspective. And the, the weirdest thing I've noticed is that we have kind of changed. Like, Shay got a little behind this year because he's been teaching in Japan. And Fish, um, we had, you know, the beginning of this year was kind of rough for all of us. But I'm pretty sure as next year will come around and we're all caught up, you'll see things even out. Like... I was able to go back and expert cuphead because I wanted to, but also because I was pretty caught up on games I wanted to play. So I had that leeway. Um so yes, it is a little bit of more work to play things for the show. You force yourself to play stuff you might not otherwise. Um, but it's fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like it's I fun d- because we get to talk about it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have picked up a switch if uh you know you yeah. you guys hadn't talked so much about Mario Odyssey and Zelda. And yeah, I've just finally name. love Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's something that you know, I haven't had a Switch well, I didn't have last gen, which is the Wii U, but I did have a Wii, but I was late into the Wii. So, like and and before that, I never had a GameCube. So, like, I had a fallen out with uh, Nintendo Hardcore, other than, of course their portables yeah. um, for Pokemon, but other than that, yeah, it's like I I missed out on a lot of Zelda titles as well and yeah just the fact that I jumped back onto Nintendo um its a new console like and, and it's a great console And but I I don't think I would have ever considered no. picking up a Nintendo system if it wasn't for um hearing your guys' experiences with these games that they have and seeing all the different stuff in the on the media but
0: yeah, definitely yeah. for, yeah. Good, yeah, good point. And great question. Thank you, sector 7 item Shop. And now to finish the show up, Shay is going to take the questions from the Twitter page, the at SwordChomp Instagram is where I just read all of those from, of course, the at SwordChomp Twitter page that Shay runs. We got some great questions as well. Take it away, my friend.
3: Yeah, okay, yeah. So the first question, we had about nine questions, I think, roughly, eight or nine um, I'm just pulling it up right. I'm just pulling it up right now, really quick. We're going to speed through so, <laughs> these. Yeah, yeah. So the first one was, "What was your New Year's New Year's resolution from 2017, and did you accomplish it?" And actually, give me about 10 seconds. I can pull up. We had it. We um, we had a meeting at the beginning of the year to kind of develop. Um a mission statement. Um, so to speak, or kind of what our goals were. Oh, I must have deleted it. But basically our goals were to <laughs> basically <laughs> I thought I had it. How ironic. Yeah, because fuck that. No. Our goal was by the end of the year to have um a thousand subscribers. I remember that. Um and we blew that out of the water. We wanted our social media pages to, I think, have around a thousand followers as well. We blew that out of the water. We wanted to um, get a Patreon page set up, which we haven't quite had time to do that, but that's okay. Um, we wanted to basically set up our YouTube channel. Um, I've got that flowing now, so that's good. We wanted to get ourselves out there on as many media platforms, or not media, as many me- yeah, as many medium media platforms as possible. Um we're still working on that, but we we got ourselves onto Google Play this year.
0: Um when well, tons of people have tell me that they use like app programs that grab our RSS feed. Like I know a lot of people say they use like Podcast Republic and Pod um Kicker. And Cash Stitcher and, and all those. those. Yeah, there's a ton that just grab our RSS feed that I learn every day. So
3: Yeah, yeah. So I mean there are those I think the ones that I would particularly want to get us on would be like Spotify um primarily yeah, actually Spotify. Yeah, but
0: I get to use Spotify every day so.
3: Yeah. And then I think our other other main goal was to get some merchandise which um we haven't quite done that yet. We we've, we've talked about it earlier this year. Um we will definitely be looking into that going forward. I know we want to definitely make some t-shirts and some stickers. We've had some sticker ideas since last year that we want to get on hat uh on stickers and stuff. So we would definitely like to make some merchandise. And I actually again, if there's anything you guys in particular would want to see merchandise-wise from us, um yeah, please let us know. But yeah, do you guys have anything
5: you want to add to that?
0: I mean, my my resolution was can I get Fish to finish one game this whole year? That, that was it, really. And I succeeded um, because I think he's finished, he's finished three or five four. or six games now. Yeah, oh, yeah, five or six. That's yeah, true. Several. And several games he almost finished um, before falling asleep. So, you know, he's, he's come a long way. Um, But yeah, I agree with everything Shay said, and like my personal resolution was just to stay alive (laughs) because I had so much anxiety at the beginning of the year. I thought I was dying constantly. It was like a horror. It was like the worst time of my whole entire life. So I was just hoping that I'd be able to sit here and be alive and happy with my kids and my family, and do do the game of the year show and just just be here, you know. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, Because I mean, that was right around the time 2017 came out, and that was that was fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was. It was.
2: No. Yeah, mm-hmm. outside of the video games industry yeah
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the gaming industry definitely in 2017 this, this was podcast amazing. has
3: kept us grounded too yeah
0: yes yeah. holds friendships together gives us a common ground um, it's fun it's almost like being in a band in a lot of ways like you're kind of doing something creating something every week um, but you know fish gets all the groupies which is typical so yeah yeah Everyone Not always sure, loves fish. Guys,
2: but they they just don't find you guys attractive. I don't know. Maybe maybe you gotta grow some beards, shave some beards, I don't know. I don't know. Having
3: you stroked your ego enough this year.
2: Yeah, stop stroking. <laughs> Especially this podcast. Stop stroking. Um <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I won't do that okay. again. We
1: told you at the beginning of the show that masturbation is just a little too far for on air, you know, acceptability. Mm. Mm. It's
3: true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that that first comment was from Tony D. Um, The next comment is from Mortuary Waltz. Interesting name. I like it. I like it. Um, So this person asks, how did you get your name Sword Chomp and Chomcast? Was it because of fish? No, it was not because of fish. Good question. So we talked about it earlier. I think earlier this year or at the end of last year. Um, we were throwing around ideas for a few weeks in, at around August, and we just were not coming up with any names. Like, nothing was sticking. We don't want to go by our old moniker. And I just, I remember this actually very vividly. I, I was just throwing words together. Um, I think we had, like, Shield Bash or something like that as a possible name that we threw around, and then Sword Chomp yeah. was another one. I just threw two words together. Um, because all the ideas we were coming up with the domain was taken and then I threw sword chomp together and it just happened to be that the domain was open and uh, as I've said in the past it's kind of developed more for me personally into something like um, basically it represents video games Um, like the sword would be um, representative of a video game and we just were voracious and we want to you know, chew through them, get through them, so we can talk about them together and with you guys, um, the community. So that's essentially what that name has become. But from the humble beginnings, it was just two random words thrown together. Yeah,
1: and and like like in most uh, you know uh, you know symbolism, uh, the sword obviously stands for justice, which is why the chomp is blindfolded. Um, um, in uh, blind like, justice yeah just.
0: <laughs> I love it you know, uh, the only thing I remember about that Shay's actually pretty good at finding those random stupid names uh, when, we, when we put our band together um, slightly beating out my choice for Admirals of Ass was Parking <laughs> the Astronaut. It was parking lot astronauts. Um, it was just one of those things that sounded dumb but really catchy. It was kind of like how Sword Chomp was. When I first heard Sword Chomp, I was like, I like it. It's crazy, it's weird, and it reminds me of like the whimsical nature of like playing a game as a kid. And I wanted that sort of fun – I didn't want it to be like a super serious kind of a name. So I instantly liked it. The only person we had to really convince was Josh. We were all on board, and Josh was yeah. being stubborn, so –
3: well, Josh had a good had, reason. He thought yeah. it was going to mean something very phallic, so
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> which is yeah. all the more reason to I had just it. named a kid, so I had gone through that whole phase of make fun of uh-huh. the name as much um, as possible because someone yeah, else true. is going to. So it's yeah.
3: true. Yeah. Uh, like in middle it's school, people make fun of England. me for everything, so I understand that. Like mm-hmm. children can be, you know, and I think some of that carries with a lot of us as adults. Myself included. If I heard sword chomp, I definitely could have thought. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I never at any point thought, but now that you guys have placed the word, we should just edit the word out so people have no idea what we're talking about. Every time we say, just just make a beep. Yeah, just bleep it every time.
3: Yeah, I actually think I'm going to do that. That sounds really funny. Okay, so the next comment is from Unlocked Escape Room. It says, given the science situation, what is the best advice your resident biologist can give us going into 2018? Um, I actually wanna, I want to open that up to you guys first. I'll, I'll save my thoughts for last. What do you guys think in terms of, um, in terms of our government kind of uh, making it incredibly, incredibly difficult for scientific facts and information to get out there with both the net neutrality issue with the fact of what they've done in in the government with like the EPA and all those things. I don't know how much you guys know. What are your guys' thoughts on it?
0: I don't think I have a super intelligent opinion on this. I would just say that briefly, I think everything kind of goes in ebbs and flows. And I think this is a downflow. And I think that... Um, as things change over time, that it will go back up in a positive way. I hope. I'm optimistic, as Malcolm says in Jurassic Park, "Life will find a way." But I just like to say that for every question, <laughs> it doesn't matter what it's about. That's my answer.
1: It's just his answer to any question what? we ever get. But somehow, yeah, it's
0: it's it, yeah, it works for everything. It's a one what size do you, fits you, all. What do you think of those people
3: getting abortions? Life will find a way. <laughs>
0: It kind of works. <laughs> it worked well. It, it'll fight back. Uh, oh no! Um, oh. Sorry,
3: I I made one of those really yeah. bad jokes for a long time.
0: Oh, I was due um, for so one. Yes, I like you said, different regimes and whatnot. I think we're it's going to see um, some issues now, but I like to be optimistic that it's all ebbs and flows, and it will go back up in a positive way. That's my answer. Mm, okay. What about you, Fish?
2: Um, I just wish that the people just would be more proactive, uh, and more, um, not educated, but, um, just in the know of what's going on with our government. And I feel like if more people understood that, what was going on and, um, understand the consequences, um, behind all these, um, all these uh, these bills that are being passed through. Um, I think that it, we we could find voice, per se, but and maybe make some changes in the government, but uh, the way I see it right now and what I'm seeing is just like a lot of people just want to turn on the TV and listen to somebody on, on news and get the, all their information and opinions from that and just kind of Spew that same information towards another Person and then that's That's essentially All they're getting and I I don't feel Like that's Really A healthy way for a government to Or a society To just uh, move forward From that I I feel like people need to be More proactive And find the things Mm -hmm. that Matter to them and And Yeah and and informed Yeah, just be more informed, essentially. And I feel like if people are more informed, there could be a bit better changes out there for us as a whole. Because right now, it's, you know, the way net net neutrality is set up, it's it's to make these big corporations have a way of uh, essentially monetizing the internet and making themselves more money, you know? And that stuff scares me that people can let that stuff go and not give a shit about it sometimes, or just don't know about it. This type of stuff.
3: Definitely. Definitely. And I'm not sure if it's so much that people don't care about it. It's just like, people don't really know what to do at this point, which I think is why, you know, this question is being asked in the first place. Like, what, what do you do about net neutrality?
5: Absolutely, yeah, I agree.
1: Um, what about you, Josh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean specifically in the next year, because Congress can overturn things that the individual executive departments um, mandate, which is what's going on with net neutrality now with the FCC. Um, if you don't like the way your congressman, uh, if you don't like their opinions of net neutrality, vote for the other guy. I mean. It's 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 something that it may take a little while, but I mean, it took us a while to actually get those protections in the first place. I mean, really, we should have had them a decade ago, and it took until Obama two years before ago. We, the FCC did anything um, to to help protect the internet. Um, so, I mean, it's it's something that I mean, if, even from what I'm seeing, public opinion is already fairly decided on it. It's not. It's not even, it's it's strange that any politicians are against net neutrality right now, as undivided as the public is on it, um, you know, comparatively. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, don't, don't forget to vote in the midterms. A lot of people just ignore them because, oh, we're not voting for president this year, I'll just, you know, no reason to do that. Go out and do it. Um, it's it it is important um
5: yeah. A, a, yeah, as I'd far agree.
1: as um um i mean the other side of it goes with the epa and everything um i mean the big issue there is research in general because a lot a lot of data from this comes from the us government um between nasa and a lot of our other um organizations they're monitoring so much that uh, depending on how they handle this this could be a pretty big setback for research um just across the board um without having you know help federal funding is a huge
3: is a huge thing for research in america Mm
4: -hmm.
1: yeah so i mean that that, (sighs) that 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 is a legitimate concern um And there's not really a lot you can do about that without helping out yourself. If you wanted to help fund some of this stuff, which I don't even know how to go about doing that without talking to, you know, any local universities or whatnot and just finding out what they need. Um, But yeah, that's another thing that voting won't hurt. So,
3: yeah absolutely yeah i I completely agree with that i mean yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't you can't stress the importance of voting um i'll keep my answers fairly succinct. I think I've kind of made my points throughout the whole bio break portions ever since we've been doing it. uh the two big things I could preach for the science situation uh, one is research um i just I got into an argument with a few weeks ago a few weeks ago with someone who wanted to argue that um Vaccinations cause can cause autism, and they had posted over thirty science articles and I started reading every single one of them and There was just something like something wrong with the first four papers that this person posted. They just clearly read the abstract of these scientific articles and then did nothing else um and actually, some of the articles she posted ended up proving my point that. You know, there is no evidence alluding to that. That is actually the opposite, that there's not enough evidence at this time to conclude that. So you as the person, you, what you can do from here on out is educate yourself. And you need to do the research. You need to, whether it's a news article, whether it's a sports article, whether it's an article about the best way to brush your teeth, something scientific, you need to do the research. You have to do the fish research.
0: Orgies, anything. Do the research. Right.
3: Yeah. Like, honestly, that's true. Morgan had posted that fish orgies article. And I. the first thing I asked him was, yeah. is there a scientific article? If I had seen article? it with
1: my own eyes, I wouldn't have believed it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, I was like, is there a scientific article backing this up? You know, because I want to be able to read that stuff. And I want to see their methods. I want to see their results. I want to see their conclusions. Now, the average person may not have all that terminology and it may be very dry for them, which is why some of those articles like we read today exist. That's fair. But you need to know who's funding that research. You need to know who's doing that. Um And yeah. that net neutrality thing is scary because if they can regulate which sites you can visit and how much the cost is, that's almost a Fahrenheit 451 scenario, which is what scares me the most. It's not, it's not about the money to me. It's, it's about, they can control which information we can and can't see. And this isn't a conspiracy theory th- thing. This is it's it's real. You know, they can they can control. And if if you know, for instance, Verizon chooses that they don't want to make some sites, you know, a priority, those sites disappear. That can even influence this podcast. Yeah. You know, that's 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 huge. So research is a big thing. Like Josh said voting is a big thing. And honestly this is kind of a little bit tangential, but empathy I think is another really big thing you can do for yourself going into 2018. If you if you are on one side of an issue and you feel polar opposite of someone else, you know be empathetic, be understanding and how that it's applicable to science is we don't like there are very few things we know are one hundred percent concrete like Newton's laws. we know that we know those like those are things we know pretty much everything else in science we really don't know. We are learning, we have theories, we have um significant uh statistical significance that alludes to or points to one conclusion, but that doesn't mean it's fact. knowing that going forward when you're talking with someone one of your peers. Just think about it from their point of view. Don't call them names. Don't say, "Well, you're a left wing," blah 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 blah. Just realize there are two sides to every issue, if not more. Be empathetic of your fellow person. Realize that you know we all are struggling with what's going on in America and the whole world. So I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, thank you. Unlocked the skate room. We'll make this next one very brief. Clark Nelson or one of our good buddies asked, What is our faming favorite gaming moment in two thousand and seventeen? I'm sorry, Clark. You'll have to wait for a week as we'll answer that next week. Um,
0: <laughs> Almost, yeah.
3: We, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to, was, but we're
0: gonna have hours of it, so
3: yeah, exactly. So uh NTFTT pod, um uh our good friends, they do a podcast as well, check them out. Um uh, we had them as a one of their uh Host says guest host early this year. Tony, uh, good dude. They asked us what was each of the hosts' worst movie or video game memory this year. Also, what retro character do each of you want rebooted for the new gen? So we'll start with the first one. Make that that can be a quick one. What was each of the hosts' worst movie or video game memory this year? Uh Morgan.
0: Uh, that's easy. When Fish abandoned me to play Destiny 2 with his co-workers and said that I wasn't good enough. Anyway. Oddly enough, that was my favorite uh. memory this year. Yes, <laughs> same here, Josh. Same here. That's so weird. Hey, Fish, you ready so to go do the next strike? Um, sorry, Morgan. My, my, my work buddies are online. I, I gotta go. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Cl- no, he's, my clan's online, man. I gotta go. You. you gotta go boy <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's my fish what was my, your go ahead, go oh, ahead. Sorry. that's that's my joke answer, but also I couldn't think of anything game related, oh. so I'll go with that one okay,
3: fish
2: hmm, ah, my memory's fucked um,
0: vape brains, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that's what's going on right now. I don't know vape brains it's
0: late. <laughs> It is like...
2: It's been a long show. Mm-hmm. Um, t- movie or video game? I'm trying to think what video game u- upsetted me a lot to where I just... I guess the recent one, uh, it's Star Wars' Battlefront, um, that was upsetting. Yeah. But I think a lot of people found that upsetting as well. So, I mean, it's... That's a that's an easy answer, I guess, for me.
3: Yeah, but okay, I think I on. think that shows how important that issue really was for gaming as a medium. Yeah. Honestly,
2: yeah, loot boxes are yeah. kind of getting out of control at this point, and the players are actually pushing back, which is uh, it's great that they can push back and speak with their wallets at this point and not buy the video games and not you know spend money on it. So. I like yeah. that fact but um yeah uh, developers finding different ways to monetize these games and kinda almost hinder the game's uh gameplay experience as a whole by adding this stuff, um definitely upsets me. And I hope it's not yeah. it's not the same thing that going into two thousand eighteen. Maybe hopefully they uh restructure their way of um Making money in these video games, I, I don't mind if they're making more money. I just wish that they didn't ruin these games uh, with these loot boxes at times.
3: Absolutely, you you don't want a game to feel like a hollow shell, and all the meat of the game hinges on you spending an exorbitant amount of money. You know, and that that's not to say that Battlefield or Battlefront Two was like they didn't include content. It just it feels kind of like a hollow experience if everyone else around you can do better in that game because they're spending more money, you know. And that that kind of it creates social ine- inequality, the poor versus the rich.
0: Well, and they killed it too. So they killed that before the game even dropped. So now it's just a regular mediocre game. So uh, Yeah. All
3: right. all right. Exactly. Exactly. Um so uh, I, I guess I'll go, I'll, I'll do mine and then I'll go to Josh last. I think my most, uh, disappointing movie or video game memory this year would have to be either the battlefront Two controversy and it's not, you know, I didn't feel that personally, but it just it made such a big impact on just the landscape of gaming or, um, Trying to play Firewatch this year on my computer and just realizing how much of a pile my computer is and it couldn't handle <laughs> Firewatch. Man, that was so disappointing. Um like I I remember turning it on and like I was so excited because you're making the choices at the beginning and then I start walking and he's like doing this like fragmented Frankenstein walking and just the the frame rates mm. were just atrocious, so
0: yeah, and yet you could play that Cuphead. Was, it's a fucking miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we of lucked out with that
3: that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's for me. Josh, wh- what about you?
1: Oh, that's tough. I, I've tried to block any bad memories out by now. It's, right, it's, uh, Yeah, Like just, just don't dwell on them. There's, yeah, enough to worry about. Let's not mm. keep thinking about those. Um, exactly. Um,
5: hmm. Let me think. Um, you can skip it if you I want. Know.
1: I guess. I guess Sonic. I guess Sonic, Oh motherfucker! As much as everyone you talked God, about it being, fucker. you know, just a return to form, and it was that. It cut was his a mic. return to form. That cut wasn't his fucking mic. <laughs> I really expected to love that game, and I didn't. So, yeah. I mean, I, I had I had very high hopes going to that game, and it just, yeah, yeah, probably Sonic, Sonic Mania. Uh,
2: I'm behind you. I wish one, I wouldn't Josh. have thrown that question to You're you. Not
3: alone. <laughs> you guys, you guys, yeah. so silly. Dandy. But in fair Sonic enough, Mania's defense,
1: enough. I didn't remember it until just now when I had to, you know, rack my brain. So, I mean, there's always that. It's not so offensive that you'll remember it next month. So, you know, that's put that on the box. Uh,
0: I guess, I guess that's,
1: that's got it going for it, I yeah.
0: suppose. Every time Josh Good says something bad. bad about Sonic, I raise it a little bit higher on my favorite games of the year list. Just a little, <laughs> little bit. Oh.
3: And, uh, and, and a cute baby hedgehog <laughs> is eaten by a bald eagle every time Josh says something bad about Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah.
1: Yeah, every time I say something bad about Sonic the Hedgehog, Jesus makes a kitten masturbate, or something like that. What the fuck how that wow. did you just say? Right? <laughs> Isn't that how that goes? Well, it's something not, like that. Not yes.
3: quite, but we'll, 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 that we'll allow That is how it goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> the other question um, okay. from, from the guys was, what retro character do each of you want rebooted for the new gen? Fish. Mm. What do you want to see? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Mm. See, I prepared see. I
0: prepared for these questions. These guys, oh, you, did you, just, pull, you guys did You guys just pulling this out of your ass, aren't Morgan. you?
3: Morgan, we'll throw it to you instead.
0: Morgan. I, <laughs> Would you? I, I, this is a weird one, so <laughs> I would love to see Shovel Knight, and this can sound strange, but I'd love to see a, a new Shovel Knight, because Shovel Knight's a new game, um, but it was designed to be sort of retro, and a lot of the classic games have already been done. I couldn't think of anything from my childhood, but I would love to see a new, like, evolution of Shovel Knight, or a remake of Final Fantasy VIII, because mm-hmm. it's my favorite game, and just like, one of those, like, they're remaking seven. I'd love to it's see It's a character,
3: eight. not a game.
0: I know, I know. Uh, Donkey Kong also, there was a modern Donkey Kong on the Wii U that no one played. um, But I'd love to see another great Donkey Kong game. Um, Okay. But it's hard because every relevant character has been redone. They just have. So that's why I went with Shovel Knight because it was a modern game but done in a retro style. And I would just like to see that evolved. But that's my answer.
3: Okay. Shovel Knight. Okay, Josh, what about you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. nailed it we got (laughs) to add some disclaimers there
0: it's confusing
1: uh um maybe mm.
0: samus maybe samus deserves better than what we get. Yeah,
1: i mean it'd be about it's about time for a good metroid game again but i i i that doesn't feel like
0: a great metroid
1: yeah i don't i i don't think that's it either because samus is hardly a character at this point um well between being a silent protagonist and all How the many early retro games characters and, are
0: actually characters, yeah. Josh. <laughs> it's like making just know suits, I mean? like, suits no, like, of armor exactly, at this point.
1: Exactly. There's, it's yeah, exactly. There's, there's not much by way of character there. Just you know, um,
5: Earthworm Jim. Mm. I don't. It's actually a good choice.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's not bad. Um, I love pretty much everyone in the cast of Final Fantasy VI, and I feel like that game, even though. Critically, got a lot of love. I don't hear anyone ever talk about that game. Um,
0: really? I feel like all I do is hear people talk about Final Fantasy VI. That, really? Exactly. I feel the exact same way. That's one of our listeners, Sector 7 Item Shop. She is, that's her favorite game of all time, so she's always talking about it's it. It's so good. It's and...
1: so good. I'd, I'd love to see them in something. I mean, well, in a remake, really. I mean, I, I feel like that's, I don't know. It doesn't even really need a remake, but, you know. A fighting game. It'd be fun.
0: That's
2: what the you... <laughs> city uh, is coming out. <laughs> no, have that's true. A lot of Final <laughs> no,
1: Fantasy no. characters
0: from. It's not yeah, that... gameplay is just trash.
1: Man. Maybe a rhythm game. Final Fantasy Six rhythm no, game. No, no. Just remake <laughs> all of album. Remake every Final racer. Fantasy. Just, yeah, just maybe a it. racer. Yeah. Like seven? Final, Final Fantasy, fantasy Six love? Pod Racing?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll listen. <laughs> I'm. I you're talking
3: my language.
0: No, mm-hmm. I'll be mean, Chocobo Racing, so... Yeah, yeah. We have that.
3: Interesting. Okay, okay. All
0: right, um, right now. we're getting to Final something.
3: Fantasy VI characters. Fish, what about you? You've had time to think now.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's very <laughs> obscure. You guys won't even know. But oh, no. I've, I've really loved Kid Icarus for the Game Boy. And oh, nice. I, mm. I've never seen another Kid Icarus game. Uh, yeah.
0: Unless I'm just I'm Smash not Brothers
1: or brother something. But, there was one of them came out recently. I don't remember if it was 3DS or yeah, Wii U.
0: Yeah. You don't remember yeah, that one, it, Fish? Yeah. Huh? There was what? a ridiculous game semi recently, but it wasn't. But, I don't yeah. think that'd be next gen. To Fish's point, if it'd be a good one to bring to this generation. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you get the power of like.
2: Jump jumping real high because you have wings, and I remember in the Game Boy version, like you eventually. Well, it sounds unlock- like Owlboy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sorry. there's well, you don't. Well, like, yeah, you have a bow, though, as well. Well, yeah, it does sound like Owlboy. Maybe I should play Owlboy and see if I could get that. Play
1: Owlboy, Icarus. you should. Don't you give Shay a chub, don't give Shay a Kid- he's gonna get excited. Let me play Just- some Owlboy,
2: yeah. Kid Icarus was very, it, it was. Not necessarily an aerial game, but... Similar that, vein. Yeah, everything was vertical True. in Kid Icarus you, yeah. as he progressed you know, to the level. Fish,
0: honestly, Alboy's a cool game, but the character Alboy, he's like worse than Busby. I mean, he's just down there. He's just the worst. Oh, cool another game. game. Uh,
2: you said Busby. I don't know who that is, but... Uh, <laughs> did
0: I, what, the fuck did, what did I say? Busby? Yeah. Uh, Bugsby? Yeah, That's what that I meant? Bugsby? Bugsby, yeah. Okay, fuck. yeah. God no. damn it.
1: There Busby. It, huh.
2: I don't know if you guys ever heard of it but Blasto platformer shit. Oh, Blasto
3: oh, for the PS1. It was, yeah.
2: yeah. It's such a weird the- game for me as a kid playing that and like yeah. having this over-top cartoonish like stereotypical
3: um Duke Nukem style s- character almost.
2: Yeah, but more cartoonish yet and more PG and corny at times, but he, like yeah, having a big. Was buff he kind of like? Didn't commander. he have like a Mr.
0: Incredibles kind of look to him? Like from the Disney. Incredibles. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yes. like,
2: yeah, he had big, broad shoulders, like that. Bit all torso and like yep. itty bitty ant legs. Yeah, <laughs> man, and he yep. saved space babes as well.
0: Yeah, sounds right up your yeah. alley. Yeah. yeah, I want to remake of that. All right, good answer. Interesting. Interesting Thank you. choice. Thank you. um,
3: Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That was good. That was good. That was out of left field a little bit. I like it. I think my two choices would have been either um oh, man, how am I spacing his name? Lead character from medieval, which thankfully I'm getting. Sir Sir Sir,
1: sir. I can't I'm spacing his name. No, it's Schmidtie. Schmidtie. No, it's definitely
3: not Schmidtie. Or um Spiro. In an actual adventure game. Um, Spyro. Like they used yes, to be.
1: Yes. Yeah. How oh, is there not been a Spyro
0: yeah. game now? Yeah. Oh, That's yeah.
2: Weird. I wonder if it's something yeah. with the rights of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm, they're probably could locked be. up.
1: Yeah. Speaking, speaking of this, though, um, Okami just got re released yeah. with an HD update. And if you missed that on the PS2, that is definitely something to go pick up because that game. It's been getting really good ratings. Amazing. What what platform
2: um, do you suggest I play it on? Because I haven't played it, but um, I'm very curious about I it. I got it
1: on Steam just, just because that's kind of usually my preference, but I, I wouldn't say that's better than the other options. It's just what I decided to go with.
0: Just get Josh's um, Steam information like me, Fish, and we can all just uh, leech off of Josh's bulbous cock for years to come. <laughs>
1: I'm not going to do that. There are lots of leeches on there.
0: You're <laughs> <We're> not <laughs> going to do which part? Was it the leeching or the Steam account part?
3: All of it.
1: All right.
3: <laughs> but Okay, moving on. We're going to wrap this up. We'll wrap this up someday. This podcast is going to be really long. A lot of editing. You know,
0: sometimes as the word. Morgan's as the never words, wrapped it up. Oh, as the words bulbous cock coming out of my mouth, I was like, I kind of want that back. (laughs) I always want Josh's bulbous cock back. You've
1: been asking me for so long. You're not getting it back. It's just no. All right. Wow.
3: Um, So (laughs) Judge Greg. Side effect of. um, (laughs) Judge Greg um, asked us a question. What game would you consider your guilty Pleasure. A game that just, you don't want anyone I it's to know pretty about. pretty
0: easily. Um, all mobile games for me are generally a guilty pleasure. Uh,
3: yep. S- same answer.
0: And then, yeah. So anything mobile, and I usually feel sick about it a couple months later when I drop the addiction. Every single mobile game this year, I feel gross about. Um, yep.
3: So. I agree with that. Yeah, like, I can't. I can't. I hate admitting this, but ever since you t- the day you told me about the Elder Scrolls Legends game, I've played it every day, every single oh, poor day. Thing. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's
0: even, she, even Fish grabbed yeah. his head in shock, and Fish is the most yeah, well. addictive person I know, and he just <laughs> it's true. every
2: day, Shay. Oh my. God. Every God, day that, that was like six, seven months ago,
0: no,
3: no I that know was like
0: four months ago, or something.
3: yeah, it was four months ago, but it was after I got back from the Philippines, but yeah, like every day,
0: <sighs> she never yeah. told her about that game. It's all my fault,
3: yeah. it is all your fault. What about you, fish? What's your guilty pleasure?
0: Um,
2: I share the same sentiments you guys have towards mobile games, like yeah, after. Getting over the addiction with it, uh, I kind of have. I'm left with like this regret of, man, why did I invest so much of my time throughout the day to play those games, you know? But of course, uh, it was just, you know, sheer boredom and trying to find something to do other than like scroll through news feeds or whatever. Um, but I would say Destiny 2 is probably a guilty pleasure of mine at this point. Um, and I say Destiny two because yeah it's it's pre- pretty much Destiny one just slightly yeah. reskinned at this point and
3: like And worse support. Yeah, yeah it's it's
2: like I haven't even bought mm-hmm. I haven't even bought the season pass and I haven't played the Curse of Osiris expansion yet and I don't have this need to want to experience it at this point. Like I I love the community of uh, destiny and uh, I love Bungie as a developer. Like I feel like they, they're one of the few developers out there that really reach out to their community and get feedback from them and implement it into their games in a way that um, makes both sides happy. But um, I feel like they're, they're kind of like in this weird state at this point and i feel like activision had a lot of their hand in it as far as like what to add into their
0: game uh like loot boxes and loot boxes and stuff yeah. like that but at least mm-hmm. destiny 2 has really real gameplay most mobile games yeah. you know the the common thread here though is loot in all of these games mm-hmm. it's sort of the bastardization of loot
3: yeah it's true all this yeah, mobile, all this mobile talk makes me want to change my answer to uh, worst video game memory is Animal Crossing. I totally forgot about that pile of shit. <laughs>
1: but yeah, yeah. Uh, at least we... I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. So just, yeah,
0: yeah. it didn't stick in her. Our... I I had a a pleasant three days with the game and then dropped off hard when I realized what it was going to be. So. The, the fun I had
2: with Animal Crossing was whenever we were conversing and making fun of Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That, that was fun. <laughs> Whereas the action gameplay, yeah, that that was a pretty fucking chopped up, very minimalistic Animal Crossing experience on a mobile It was Muff
3: Cabbage.
0: Yeah. I, I that be, was it, the one... You know, at the beginning of this year, we all said we thought mobile games were the future of mm-hmm. our medium. Mm. And now, after yeah. a whole year, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, yes mm. and no. Shay yeah. still played it every day, and yeah. I don't know. It's, if, it's conf- if
1: anything could could kill that dream, it's the Animal Crossing that we got. Yeah, mobile.
0: that was the one. Right? Yes, that was because I
1: mean, that is that was the guaranteed home run. Like, how do you possibly fuck up Animal Crossing for mobile? And they found a way. Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) I mean, they (laughs) fucked it up big time. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It's. That's the one. That's true. Josh is right. That's the one that killed it for me when I said, okay, the most perfect game ever designed for mobile is a bust. So maybe mobile games are not the future. Yeah, maybe not.
3: But uh, Josh, what about you? Real quick, rounding this question up.
5: Uh, what game is a guilty pleasure? Ooh. Um, um, hmm.
0: Josh takes no guilty pleasures.
1: Or know. prisoners. Yeah, I don't know how to do that one. <laughs> I mean, to ask j- there's that. not really any games that, like, if if I'm not enjoying it, I can't. I stop. Like, I, I don't really. Um.
5: Hmm.
0: We stumped him. We've stumped Josh. His brain has broke. Guilty
1: pleasure. I don't know. I mean, I guess we could say Overwatch because i still playing that 2 yeah, years later at this point. Yeah. That's probably
0: a good point, yeah. I
1: I mean it's it's still great. They're still supporting it better than
0: But what's the point, Josh? Anybody
1: else? But I mean, you unless know, you're going mean, to be a pro gamer. It is a two-year-old gamer. game. So I guess yeah. I mean we can toss that in there even though it's still a great game. It so. is a
3: great game, but yeah, I mean, I, like, yeah, if you, I guess we
1: can. We'll throw that one in there for uh, okay for that question, Sam. So, yeah.
3: I think it's fair. I I agree. I think they they support it so well. They really do. But yeah, I mean, if like you're trying to move on and have different experiences, then at the de- end of the day, mm-hmm. that could be a guilty pleasure. That's fair. Yep, it's true. Okay, it's true. All right, two more questions, guys, and we're all done. John Leola, right. woo, it's a our good buddy. He's always. He's always commenting on our stuff. He's a great dude. Asks us, what is your favorite game this year that no one else has heard of?
0: Oh, me, 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 me.
3: So I'll go to Fish first. Um... (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) You might not want to go to me first. I have to think about this. it, Fish.
3: (laughs) I was trying to give you a chance to redeem yourself from the last time I threw it to you. All right, all right, Morgan, go for it.
0: <laughs> you, come on, Shay. This is one thing I've learned hosting the show: you never throw it to fish first. You give him time to warm it up. You know, he's he's a gentleman. Well, I'm man. learning gotta get, on the fly. Um. For me, it's uh, Monsters of the Deep Final Fantasy 15. It's a fishing game that you guys know I was obsessed with, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody cares about it. Um, And people out there, that, and it's in VR. So it's a double whammy. It's a fishing game, and it's in VR. So it's got a very obscure, tiny audience. That game has been one of my uh, favorite experiences of the year. And if you love fishing games and you have VR, you should not miss Monsters of the Deep Final Fantasy.
3: Fishing. Hopefully, hopefully... That comes back up at the Game of the Year show for you in one way or another. So it gets the love it deserves. Because I felt like you were... I got a
0: teaser. It's going its going to in a very interesting context. I won't say anything more.
3: All right. I can accept that. Okay, Josh, what you got, baby?
1: Mm, I'm trying to think of ones that are really unknown. Um,
0: You were pushing Hollow Knight pretty hard, and that's pretty... Yeah.
1: I feel like that kind of has a, a small cult following, and that's that's a great well, game. So if you haven't heard about that, that one cool. definitely goes on there. I mean, there are a few smaller indie games. Hollow Knight is great. Uh, Oxenfree was really Oxenfree. Good. It was, yes. wasn't this year though, uh, that
0: was last year.
1: Was it? I, yeah. know, I guess it came out at the end of last was year. It?
0: Yeah, it was last year. It was oh, it Test Yeah, games you're right. Year last year. That's right. It was, was last it year.
1: Old, jeez, Louise. That doesn't seem that old. It's very. Old it is. Joshua. It
3: came out last year. Now that I remember Don't question that. Question my
1: logic. Yeah. Here. Good grief. Time. Um... <laughs> Time. Mm-hmm. I'm BJ Blast quiz. Time slipping through my fingers like the dirt mm-hmm. on a dusty road in Alabama. Why are you touching a road? <laughs> stop! Stop grabbing roads. <laughs>
0: You know, people like they do that thing in movies where they grab the dirt and they hold it up and they kind of let it fall through their fingers as they reflect on their life. I do that I'm, in real life. I can sometime. safely say I've never to done that. I walk outside, I yeah. grab some dirt, I let it fall through my fingers, and I stare longingly into the sky. My Why am like, I what in this What you this doing town? over there? Hmm. Hey, got,
3: it's Great Falls, so it'd be like you're doing that, and some guy like, "Hey, you got any meth?"
1: Just no, assume, I... <laughs> since you're out there grabbing the road, you must be <laughs> yeah. doing the good shit.
0: In my dirt? No, but I found this needle in my dirt. Um, yeah, no, it's... Uh... I need I it to go get sense. a tetanus
3: shot now, because I got, got poked by it. All right.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. All right. No, they don't have answers.
3: Jo- oh, yeah, so Josh says Hollow yeah, night Fish. Hollow fish? Night,
0: but... What do you got? Oh, okay. Yeah. Took my suggestion. Oh,
2: a great game that nobody's ever heard of.
3: I feel. I feel like fish f- doesn't play games fish anything really that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, exactly. The only games he's really played are ones that everyone has heard of.
0: Yeah, yeah. I that feel means like fish is a basic very... bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say that you're not a basic bitch. Oh, he's looking basic to cry bitch. now. Yeah, it's a term. <laughs> it's it's derogatory. I don't mean it toward women, but it's a it's a no. term nowadays that the kids use for being basic. It's you know, basic yeah. bitch. Yeah. yeah,
2: you don't want to do that. Don't want to be called that either. I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No one wants to be basic.
1: Oh yeah, like shh, friggin' uh, ten, eleven. Sh- that's a that's,
0: that's a good challenge, Fish. Have you played anything small and weird oh and obscure God. this year? <laughs> uh, it was a mobile game, Golf Clash. That's <gasps> uh, pretty big, but yeah, that's weird. I guess for you. Is that your favorite game,
3: though? That no one's ever heard of?
0: Mm,
2: no, I wouldn't say that because it's a normal
3: <laughs> game. Uh, uh, so, nothing? Uh, you can say nothing. About, that's what,
2: okay. What about Neo?
0: You didn't even like yeah. Neo. You said yeah. it was, I didn't like Neo, actually. Yeah, yeah well, there you go. So, <laughs> that's
3: not your favorite game. All uh, right, we're moving on. That's enough of this. That's enough of right, this.
0: Goodbye, fish. Goodbye. I guess I'm basic.
3: <laughs> next year, next year, play one next indie year. game. That's your that's, that's, your, New that's your New Year's, Year's resolution. resolution. One indie game. Oh, one indie play game.
0: Play one game. Yeah, play I one game that. that nobody else plays.
3: Okay. There you go. I believe in you, Fish. How do I like games. Um, for me, you are gonna
0: have a hard time you with the because the other show. you'll know. <laughs> mm. You're gonna have to that's your challenge, Fish. You have gotta be sneaky.
3: hmm hmm mm-hmm. My game, I think, would Josh, be Hellblade it- because. Sorry, fish. I interrupted you. No,
2: you're fine. I was just gonna say, Josh, go ahead and share that Steam library with me.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I think Hellblade for me, even though it um it is from a big developer, which I was wrong earlier. I had messaged Morgan. I meant independent, not indie. Um, but yeah, it was a bigger developer. But I feel like in my circle of friends and a lot of people just hadn't really gotten around to playing that game and. As you heard from last week, I absolutely love that game. So I think that would be my choice. So there's not yeah. much to say about it. I said a lot about it last week and um it may or may not pop up in the game of the year show, so we'll see what happens. The last question though is from the loosely the loosely connected, which is a group of podcasts which we're thankfully a part of. Um it's a website of a bunch like a bunch of video game and topical podcasts, so uh, they sent us a question saying, have any predictions for what will happen be- between now and the end of the year? So between the 22nd I don't, I don't of December yeah. to the 31st of December. Yeah, I didn't
0: understand what that question meant when I read it. Like, what do you think there are Any asking? predictions. For what?
3: Any predictions. Like, anything. Anything. Is there going to be a new video game release? Is Trump going to take his wig off finally? Um, anything at this point
1: the and, wig actually controls trump it's uh it's it's sort of a parasite host thing going on there
3: the mm, wig if mm, the wig mm, comes
1: mm. off he'll actually collapse into a you know just a pile of goo That's, i feel it's, like it's uh, almost
3: a symbiotic relationship they're not parasitic because they both benefit
1: i mean from it's that hard situation. to say i mean because yeah i mean it's 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 hard to say that the wig is really doing favors so yeah hmm I don't know. It's true.
3: Mm. Good points. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the throw the first one, this one. I'm gonna okay. throw it to Josh actually. I haven't thrown one to Josh first yet. Oh. What's your prediction? Between
5: now and the end of the year.
1: Ooh. Trying to decide if I wanna do something gaming or not. I don't really have much by way of gaming for the end of the year. I'm um, not taking
3: this question seriously at all, if that if okay. gives you,
1: <laughs> at all. Okay. Um,
0: I, I am predicting that Swordchomp is going to put on two of the best podcasts in all of gaming this year, up against anybody, the Kind of Funnies, the Giant Bombs. We're going to have two Game of the Year shows that I will put up against any Game of the Year show in the market. That's my prediction. So you don't want to
2: miss... I'm backing up that prediction as well. That's
0: right. That's right. I may be biased, but...
3: (laughs) Back it up. I support that. And I'm going to actually piggyback off that. I was going to give some smart-ass answer. Instead, I'm going to piggyback. I like that answer.
0: It's, it's, they're they're going to be epic. So that's a good segue for the end of the show here. We want to thank everyone for the amazing questions and emails. A long and incredible final episode of the Chompcast this year. Uh, and that's it. Next week we will be gathering for two long podcasts to give out the Dagger Tooths. Um, a lot of people have been commenting on the Instagram because the Dagger Tooths were designed by our good friend Jason Roberts. Victory overall, who did incredible work. Um, and we're going to hand them Stun out of to a man. Son of a man, our favorite categories, which I'll That's reveal. Son
1: of a man, and I, I really didn't know why you insult him like that right after you know complimenting him. But okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. Oh,
0: <Josh>. they, uh <laughs> They, they, um... yeah, there are a lot of categories. We'll release maybe next week when we flesh them all out, and we'll talk about them with you. And then, of course, our the second day will be just our top five games of the year, and then we'll fight about. Our person, our group top five, um, and our group winner for each category, and I'll try to post those, several of those, on the Instagram as well as other places. So the Dagger Tooth game of the year. It's the if if all year is the foreplay, next week will be the climax that you've been waiting for from sword chomp and we want to thank all of our listeners for um you know following us helping us grow this year it's been a lot of fun and that's going to wrap it up it's been a long show if you've hung with us throughout the whole thing we applaud you you probably know more about us than you've ever wished to um it's been a lot of fun and until then we will see you well next week for the dagger Tooth and the sword chomp chomp cast game of the year awards peace out
2: show.